Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Well, you better get ready. Join in. <laughs> it's better than coffee. It's the way can make you motherfucking degenerates. Only degenerates are here right now. <laughs> we recapping the 2022 fantasy season. God damn it. Break it down. Yeah. Break it down. Break it down. <laughs> Man, that song is so hard. That's why we got the DX emojis on here too, because we're going fucking wild like always. Fucking, we're running it back again? <laughs> no, 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 no. Maybe randomly for no reason in the middle of the show, we'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we are waking and baking as always on a Tuesday. We are doing a season in review edition where we're going to be going down through every single position. We're going to be talking about the top 12, potentially the top 24. I feel like maybe in uh, for super flex, you know, maybe wide receivers and, uh, Running backs, maybe we'll do that too. Definitely <laughs> not for the tight ends. But uh, yeah, every little, every segment that we do, it's almost going to be like a show in itself. So we'll do a little what up, what up when we start a position. And then we'll probably say peace out, but just hang with us because we're going to be doing. Uh, doesn't like mean every, we're leaving. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're doing every, 
every you are now stream. witnessing one long stream that we will break up into pieces because you know what we're gonna do we're gonna break it down <laughs> break it down <laughs> Devo! yeah at work thanks for the live let's get it Let's smoke it up for all the savages and degenerates. We're doing breakfast beers. We're doing breakfast beers. Fuck it. Now I'm a real degenerate. You, you can tell me what to do. <laughs> you know who you're talking to. <laughs> oh man! And uh, because we did that three times, now I'm already three bowls deep. And woo! That's fucking good. <laughs> I mean, I can never get. I always light a joint when the fucking countdown starts, and I'm, I'm I always damn near finish the joint before the show starts. And hell I. I mean, and, and look at this. It says it in the title. Texan Stevie and bake. Yeah, we got to get fucking high. Got to be on brand. Can't be coming in here all clear. Hold on. Let me go check on my batch of cookies. (laughs) Oh, you thought we was? You thought the bake was fake? Oh, we're baking too. (laughs) We had one uh, one episode of the Wake and Bake. It just went like crazy viral compared to the other ones. I think we had like three thousand like views on it or something, and like hell of people like after. And we must have got in there with the algorithm of baking somehow. <laughs> yeah. Because everyone's like, <laughs> I saw one person, they're like, hey, this is a cool cooking show. <laughs> like with the, you know, a couple <laughs> smiley face emojis. <laughs> I mean, we were, we were definitely cooking marijuana <laughs> into our lungs. Hell yeah. <laughs> and St- uh, look at this. Texan Stevie said, why not the tight end? Man, we're not breaking all the way the fucking tight ends all the way down oh, past 12. We can Marty, do it. It goes Marty, like this. Marty said he needs the top 32 tight ends. <laughs> okay, this is this kid, we can do this real quick. It goes Kelsey. What? And then everything else is shit. <laughs> but I mean honorable mentions, you know, George Kittle, <sighs> Hawkinson, you know what I mean? Outside of that, good luck. I mean, are we going to shout out Gerald Everett maybe? Matt he matched his uh, touchdown total from the year prior. That's pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean, well, well, uh, oh, what was Ingram? it like three? Oh <laughs> my <laughs> god, Evan Ingram next. Hey, we told you guys. We told we, you guys like, about Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram. No, joke. <laughs> no joke, we did. You know what I mean? Like, oh, but yeah, that's it. No, no, no. You know, I, 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 I can guarantee next year we're gonna deal with the same shit. Because it's like this every year, every fuck. That's why we said Travis Kelsey or bust. Go after him. He's that. Nobody else fucking matters on like a regular basis. If, if we're living in the world where there's no land. Steven, I know you're fucking with us. I just like reading it out and we just like feeding into it. Because, <laughs> yeah, obviously Marty's hey, fucking around too. Saying he needs the top 32. ID. Well, no, Marty's probably not fucking around, huh, Marty? <laughs> hey, listen, bro. I'm like, I'm like Batista. I'm like Batista in, uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy where I just take everything literally. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Like when they were like, they were like, yo, man, you're letting it get over your head. He's like, 
I'm six foot five. Nothing gets over my head. <laughs> Look at this. Niner says uh, Jamal Williams, most unexpected player this year. Okay, Bogey. Who nah, was on Jamal man. Williams? Come on, bro. If anybody expected it, if, not if anybody, the guy who expected it was us. And like, <laughs> I was like, bitch, Tosh, you can have your Jamal Williams. I'll take my Isaiah Pacheco's. <laughs> and like, I was like, damn, I should take more Jamal Williams. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, because we died, we, this is what, this is what's crazy about us we 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 veered off from uh we almost veered off all the way off of uh early qb altogether not even hero we even got to a point where we were preaching just take the receivers and or kelsey early and then target the mid-range crop of running backs which was you know guys that are we're going to talk about today let's start with running backs actually yeah, running backs is always uh, a good yeah. position. And uh, let's shout out the rest of the chat first. Yeah, let's do that first. Let's see. And uh, <laughs> M Doggy said, What's up, gang? I just rolled up. Let's get it. Time to smoke up. M Doggy in the house. <laughs> and Big BS said, Wait, is there, <laughs> is there 32 <laughs> tight ends? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I mean, sure. If you, get, if you were to <laughs> challenge me, for money that I couldn't think of 32 active tight ends, I bet you I'll pull it out the ass, bro. I'm sure I could. I might mention a couple that are like, you know, maybe third and four stringers because they're hella old now. No, duh. <laughs> I'll tell you about some Harrison Bryant. <laughs> I'll tell you about some Anthony Ferksers. I mean, sure, I'll we could bring- tell you about the Tomb Raider himself, Tyler Croft. <laughs> we could bring Secret up some- of the CJ, Secret of the Uzuma. <laughs> We could bring, yeah, up, some, uh, some we bring up some Kyle Rudolphs. We can bring up some Kyle Rudolphs. Smelly, smelly Ross Dwelly. Ah, Smelly Dwelly. Because <laughs> he's got Everybody that nickname. We all remember though. him. <laughs> I mean, shit. Dan Arnold, the postman. Yeah. And uh, Niner said Bellinger, tight end one next year. Oh, Book man. it. <laughs> Daniel Bellinger, a.k.a. Bill Bellinger. Show, show you how to be a player. <laughs> and what up, AJ? Oh, if I didn't shut you out, what up? What about your water man Johnson? Oh, she ain't playing. She what? ain't playing. The old, the ultimate Taysom Hill. What <laughs> is he a running back? Is he a QB? Is he a tight end? I don't fucking know. What about Adam Troutman? People forget what? about the his Trout ass man. over there. The <laughs> Trout man. Oh man! And Nixon said, "While you're at it, got uh, 32 fullbacks." Now there's not. I don't even think there Kyle is. Use check. Derek Watt. And that's it. It's like it's like he's the Travis Kelsey of fullbacks. It's it's it's, it's Kyle Yushek and Orbust. It's crazy how like teams like they don't even roster fullbacks now. Like I don't even know legit like how Only many the teams zone actually run roster. Schemes. Yeah. Only the zone run schemes. So you know, we're talking or teams that will run zone run schemes. Because I'm not even fucking around. It's Kyle Yuzchek and Derek Watt, and I don't know any other fullbacks. <laughs> There may be running backs who get into a fullback like spot for like random. They go out of the power eye like once out of like fifty times. But see, if you're running a zone scheme, you're gonna. What is that? CJ Ham. I don't think CJ Ham's a fullback though. Is he's he? a fullback. Okay. Well, there we go. Boom. Hold he up. Just, hold he's up. just also third on the depth chart as a run- as the uh, running uh, back. Fourth as a running back. Yeah. Claudio, what up? Yeah, and Stranger said, fumble finger, use him up. <laughs> he said, my plastic personality itself. <laughs> uh, that's funny. 
Hell yeah. All right. Let me, uh, okay. And, uh, Marco from the future said Jacob Johnson is a fullback for the Raiders. Okay. Wow. So they just, Josh Jacobs, Jake, Josh's Jingleheimer Schmidt. His name is my name too. <laughs> Jacob Johnson. <laughs> They're like, we got a Josh Jacobs. We got a Jacob Johnson. We got a Josh Jacobs, Jingleheimer Schmidt. <laughs> and Perry said, Kyle Juszczyk. Can't spell that name though. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, yeah, I, just, it good I just call him Huge Bag. Yeah. Because that, uh, that's how it looks when I read it. Kyle Huge Bag. Or Huge Check, I mean. What's crazy? He got the biggest bag. He got the the hugest bag for the running uh, for the fullback. He's the the highest paid. Oh yeah, for sure. And you know when you're when you're one of five, I mean, you better be the top paid. You know, one out was, there. He was doing <laughs> badass things like he was with the Niners when he was with Baltimore. And you know Peacock I mean? said the secret of the Uzuma. Is there a secret of the Uzuma T-shirt? I know nobody likes Uzuma, but like. That would be pretty tight if there was like, you know, it was like a Jets, uh, a, like some Jets character, like at least the dope ones, you know. And then I mean, he used up. to be on the Bengals too. That's true. But yeah, but yeah, he's on that's the where he got the, uh, That's where he got the nickname. Ooh, was he's on the, the New York skyline and he's coming out the sewer. Hey, that'd be pretty tight. Shell on him, fuck it. Because I guess it was all of them in that picture, but maybe make it to where it's like just him, right? Like the whole same picture, the thing, the pizza, like all that shit, but only him, no other. <laughs> Unless he's there with the turtles. <laughs> That'd be cool too. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, bro. Hell yeah. <laughs> CJ Secret of Uzuma. <laughs> and Bakes a lot said, I've mastered the ability of standing so incredibly still that I have become invincible to the eye. <laughs> He's like the motherfucker in, uh, in Grandma's Boy, right? Like standing up against the wall. <laughs> How do they see me? What are you doing? <laughs> How do they see me? <laughs> I right, listen, bro. It, 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 I don't know why I just thought of this, but I always wanted to go up to one of those British soldiers, those British like post, the Sentinels. Uh huh. It just punched him right in the face. Yeah. Because they won't <laughs> do shit. Now, they're, not, they're not supposed to move, right? No. Unless uh, they're provoked, I, I guess. You know what's funny is the. I always uh, assume they got a bunch of guns in that hat. Uh huh. I mean, do you, right? Do you remember uh, the South? <laughs> uh, something, right? Uh, do you remember? In the uh, the South Park episode where they did like Japanese anime and they they went to the, uh, yeah. the flea market and got all the and shit. they'd be flying through the air. Yeah, and the, it's yeah. so funny because like they're trying they're doing like a Japanese American song, <laughs> like obviously playing on like all those songs and like mm -hmm. uh, and um, there, there's a part at the end where uh, Cartman because he just has like every like ability like known to man and he keeps pissing everyone off because he keeps creating new abilities <laughs> that he could do like on the fly while they're playing this game. And uh, he was like, now I'm going to use my invisibility cloak and we'll get past all these people. And so, he, but like in real like in the in real life, he gets naked. In real life, he gets naked and he's just like inching away like across the screen and nobody's saying anything either. <laughs> and, and, the mom, and didn't the mom say like you have to like ignore him or something like the, ther the therapist told her some shit? No, not, in, I don't know if it was that one. It was, I think I might, oh, that, that was, was a different, different episode. Okay. Yeah. That was yeah, the one he's where. Uh, around naked. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> with everybody. And they're only like 10 years old. So he's got his tiny little pecker out. And it's so funny. Like that, that's always a joke in itself. If they ever show dongs on South Park, they are hella small. And uh, <laughs> he's like the kid from the, um, is that Nirvana? The, the little baby swim? Yeah, swim? On, yeah, on the cover of the Bleach album. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, so probably even smaller than that. Actually, it's not the Bleach album. It's the one after that. 
Okay, I can't remember the title, but you know what well, I mean. Yeah, that's that's, swimming, that's a notorious. The baby's in the swimming pool. Yeah, naked with a little pecker out, but he's, yeah. and he's trying to grab the dollar. Right. Or I think it might even be a hundred dollar bill. It's floating, and he's trying to grab it. And it's yeah, kind of a metaphor if you think about it. Like from when we're young, when we're babies, bro, we're just drowning or willing to drown to grab that mighty dollar, bro. Get that bag. <laughs> I just made that up on the fly. That's pretty good, right? And I like that Devin the Dude, the Almighty Dollar song. Even that shit, uh, even though it came out back in like 2005, 2006, still reigns home. Still relevant. Yeah, 2022. It's called, it's called see, I, I like I like artists that write timely. Like, I don't want to hear about Miley Cyrus. And then I'll be like, oh, that's from 2010. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, so you know Because, yeah, he's like, he's like, motherfuckers used to ask you for a dollar. Now they're asking you now for the motherfuckers three. Motherfuckers asking for three. <laughs> the Almighty Dollar. Yeah, what is it? Uh, let me get. Let me get one swisher. Let me get a Bud Light, and let me get uh, or let me get two swishers, one uh, two Bud Lights, and two gallons of gas. And he was like sixteen dollars. And what? Sixteen dollars. All right, let me get one sw- one cigarillo, one gallon of gas, and one Budweiser. Then fuck it. <laughs> Right, because I was when gas was like, man, you had to be for you kids who weren't driving in 2005. Like it it was, it sucked, man. Because I was 19, and luckily I was doing, (laughs) I was doing some things that allowed me to uh, pay for gas. But you mean like uh, they they were delivery services were paying your gas? Delivery services were paying my gas. That is for damn sure. Man, and this shit, because it was like when I was like 16, so from 16 to 19, 16, gas was in the twos somewhere. I don't remember where it was. I swear when I first started driving, it was like 190 or something. And then like, you know, the next year after that gets up into the twos, but like it went from like $3 to like $5 in like a two month span. Like people were not ready for that fucking gas hit. Yeah, like 2006, it was, you know, I was, you know, that was before I had kids, bro. And before, before the market crashed really, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was already getting there. I mean, we were at a, we were, there was a war going on. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, Arizona, you know, Arizona iced tea. Yep. Yeah, those shits are more than a dollar back then, huh? Yeah, those shits are still a dollar now. On the fucking can. <coughs> That's the kind of times that we were in, because I'm pretty oh, sure there's still a dollar now, put that right? On. Put that on as a dollar seventeen. I can't even tell you to keep the change no more. But if you were driving around with your windows up, because for whatever reason, it was like way more hot that year than like previous years. And it probably coincided with the gas going up. They just turned the dial up on the weather machine for all the hell we know. And because uh, it was extremely, extremely hot in like 05, 06, like hotter than it's ever been in my entire life. Because in San Diego. Global warming, man. For reals, like, I mean, in the, so you go a little bit in the thumbprint, man, the carbon thumbprint, man. Like San Diego is so dope that like you go like 30 minutes inland. It's like 115s, 120s, but it's still like 90. Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. 
Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. You know, in San Diego with like nice, cool breeze, it doesn't even feel like 90 in a lot of places. Like 90 in Florida, you're probably dying because of the humidity. Like, 90 uh, in San Diego is just like perfect weather. I'm like, I'm like 50, 50 like five zero minutes, maybe 55 even. I'm 50, 55 minutes from Santa Cruz. And that motherfucker like, It'll be hella hot out here. We'll go over there. It'll be like overcast. It's still hot because it's the beach, but it's like, you know what I mean? That's like, I, I I go hop, skipping away and it's different weather. You know what I mean? Like I'm inland. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm inland. Yeah. And my pops always said living inland was the best. Cause he's like, you know, we don't got to worry about a motherfucking, uh, uh, uh tsunami and shit. If there's a tsunami, <laughs> we got all the Santa Cruz mountains. They'll, they'll stop <laughs> from getting to us. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, we don't got to deal with a super cold because we're not by right by the water, you know, right. I mean? like Frisco or, or Oakland or, you know, I mean? Dang, it's crazy. I forget. It's like the opposite up there from down here. Cause if you're by the water, it's not cold like at all. It's like the farther inland you go. Well, I mean, I know it's anywhere, but farther inland there, it just, it just the heat keeps rising and rising, mm-hmm. but it's hella cold. I forget in the Bay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Bro. I mean, you, you go to the Bay area, you know what I'm saying? You know, in you know, in the October or whatever, you know what I mean? It's, it's Pendleton. We got Pendletons on, you know what I'm saying? And peat coats and whatnot. You feel me? Like, yeah. Cause I've never had to have a coat in San Diego. Like I could go an entire year to where I didn't even wear a sweater. Like at all. I, I could wear shorts like all year. Man, we wore so many coats. Cause that's like, you know what I mean? A coat is fly too. Bro. Oh yeah, hell yeah. And like, bro, I used to love going to the Burlington Coat Factory, man. Cause it's like, you just, all you gotta do is dig and you'll find, and I liked having shit no one had. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, you know what I mean? You might find some shit, man. And see, fuck, it's so funny because like, I would always want to wear jackets cause they look fly, but you had to find a jacket that like you could wear inside that like, it doesn't get you like hot. <laughs> Yeah, because I think even in Vegas, we're over there all bundled up, and you're like, dang, I need a like a sweater or a jacket, and you've got the windbreaker one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but that but see, you're used to you're used to that shit though, too. I, well, yeah, well, I had that one. That, that was still San Diego fitted. That was actually the yeah, first time I got to wear it. The, the, uh, the, 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 the Celtics joint. Yeah, and uh and uh, I wore the uh, the Nickelodeon one also and like got a bunch of compliments on that cuz it was all the old school characters and all that yeah, shit. The Nickelodeon one was dumb. I, I was tripping, tripping off that shit. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I couldn't even believe that I found that in Ross. Like you go look at like the original price it's like a $200 jacket somewhere and I got it for like 30 bucks or some shit. God lord, man. <laughs> who who made that jacket? I forget who it was, but it was like, I mean, obviously it was a legit collab with Nickelodeon because like on yeah. the, it was like whatever company it was, you know, cross. Well, because that's publishing too. You can't oh, yeah, sell for imagery sure. that, you know what I mean? Licensing. Yeah, so unless you like yeah. license or like uh, you get mechanical licensing or whatever the fuck they call it. But yeah, like back in the day, bro, I used to try to find the most ignorant loud shit. Like, hold on, look. I found, I found one of my old joints. I tried to give it to my daughter, but like, I used to just try to find pieces, bro. Yeah. But look at this one. I mean, it's hella dusty, but like, it's just like the Japanese anime sky right. with the clouds, right? Right. And it has the orange rays, and I used to wear the orange jump bands with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I used to like wearing dumbass shit. You know what I mean? But like, uh, even when I worked for that magazine, bro, you know, the hell of people would just give us clothes, these different companies. Because oh, yeah. they were advertising. They were advertising on the site. And like, we would go to LA and go to like their main warehouses and just pick hella shit. Like, uh, I remember Crooks and Kings, bro. We worked with them when they first were coming up, bro. 
So, okay. And like, I didn't know they were going to be super gigantic, but like, I had this jacket. It was a zip up hoodie just like that. But it was all the fucking, uh, it was all kings and, and jacks. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Kings, jacks, queens, and kings. The cards just, yeah. Yeah. It was dope, bro. A little big VS that right. reminds me of the Chad Muska skateboard. I mean, doesn't he have like, I mean, it might be the exact, you know, that's a notorious like imagery, you know, right there of the, uh, the sunrise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like, but it's just, it's just, my girl used to be like, you're really going to wear that? Hell yeah. Like, I <laughs> my, my homie, bro, he had, he was killing. I brought this up before, but he had the, he was like a bathing and ape wearing motherfucker. I never really liked babes like that. Uh -huh. But he had this one joint that was all the American sandwiches, bro. The big, oh, yeah, yeah. You told me about that. The Whopper. It was, that shit was stupid, man. <laughs> he was out there killing it, man, with the burgers on his shit. <laughs> that's some dope dealer shit right there man hell yeah oh man it was so funny because uh, i've been posting all of these uh i've been posting all of the the what's it called the screenshots of the uh the leagues and all that and uh, it's funny because uh, i posted every time i post i was like don't get jealous i told you motherfuckers to join <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh <clears throat> it's so funny there was one dude they were like hey what are those def like what what are those defensive players? <laughs> and I was I, I didn't even know how to respond. I was just like, uh dot 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 defensive players. <laughs> like I don't even know how to, like it's gonna be the regular shit. People aren't gonna be ready for it. But like this is this like there was a lot of people I didn't even necessarily tell that there was gonna be IDP in it. And just because of the way that we're doing everything in the mock drafts. Nobody complained either. Like nobody complained Steamboat once always, they were in it. Steamboat always would basically slap me silly when I'd be like, "Bro, the IDP is waggling. You don't even play in it." <laughs> you know, he'd be like, "You're not even in real league, bro. That, that, those, are, those are boys' league, bro. You, you ain't even in no man league. It's real man's league, bro." And I, so I just, you know, it was like a summer of trolling me. I'm like, man, I'm get, get, get in your league, bro. Cause like even like the work leagues that I got in, where like I was the commissioner and I created it, I still made it IDP. Like we started off with like two IDP positions versus like a super flex, and every year we upped it, like every single year, because it was still a majority of people that were still in the same same uh, in it, um, the same. And uh, yeah, it was crazy because they even evolved it when it got to twelve teams. Because first I think it started off with ten. And then I think they actually, and then I think it bumped up to 14, like the final year when, uh, when I actually quit and then I won it <laughs> and yeah. uh, I started working for a competitor and it was funny because like <laughs> the, uh, the, the owner of the company that I used to work for, cause now I'm working for a competitor. Now I'm working for a competitor. He tries to hold my money hostage. And I was like, and he was like, come into the office. And I was like, I'll come in if you're paying me for my time. I was like, I live 45 minutes away from there. I'm not going to waste an hour and a half of my time and all this gas. And uh, he was, and he was like, just come in. And I was like, man, do you really want me to come in? I was like, I'll fucking yell and scream like a crazy motherfucker in there. I was like, I'll make you look hella stupid for bringing me in there. Especially if you try not to give me my money when I get in there. I was like, I'll make the biggest scene on the sales floor ever. 
<laughs> and then uh, the one of the other dudes in the league just sent me the money, like literally, like within minutes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, bro. I would have been like, do you know what defecation means? Because <laughs> I would fucking defecate on your desk, bro. I'm gonna go to that burrito joint that I love right next to the place. I'm gonna go down and eat that shit, and I'm gonna wait. And when I'm ready to defecate, I'm going into your office. <laughs> yeah, they they didn't want that because they weren't going to get it. Because, I mean, obviously, if I'm not swinging on anyone, they're not going to do anything physical to me. You know, like, first off, they're like square-ass motherfuckers. And, like, second off, like, with all those witnesses, I would have just sued their ass if they would have did some shit like that. <laughs> it's like, bro, I'm going to go in there. I'm throwing windmills. And if you just so happen to get in the way, I'm coming there like Cuba Gooding Jr. I'm coming there like Cuba Gooding Jr. right after I got fucking <laughs> pulled over by the cops. Oh <laughs> uh, shit! Let's get to these running backs, me. And peanut butter waiver said my first year uh, ever IDP was one D line, one linebacker, one cornerback. So it should have been one DB, but props to them for making it. Uh, you know, at least a couple and seeing even that. Like, if it's a 10-team league, 12-team league, like, shit, we had a 32-team league that was, like, that kind of format. You know, like... And the IDPs just... actually was what would keep you afloat. Yeah. In our format. Yeah, so. for sure. Because, uh, man, you might be... You, got, <laughs> a scrubby ass, uh, you might be starting and, and scrubby ass... Worth, <laughs> you might think it's dry out there. Like, oh, there's, no, there's nothing in the waivers. There is for IDPs. Yeah. I got Zaire Franklin in that league. I had uh, Hufanga in that league. All picked up on waivers like week one. It's crazy, too. Even in a 32-team league. Damn, I was one and done in that bitch high in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, a lot. I mean, shit, a lot of people didn't even make it that far. I'm coming back. A lot of people didn't even make it that far. Yeah, and this next year, it's going to be even more wild because now we're going to have, like, legit 14 teams, only two buys. It's going to get fucking... It's the multiverse! A madness! <laughs> and Marco said, uh, we still got two DLs, two LBs, and two DBs since the beginning. That's pretty solid. How many... Is it 12 teams, 10 teams? And do you have any flexes in there? Because all the Hustler, the Hustler formats for our dynasties is... Two at each position, like you have, and then three flexes on. But we don't we don't break down the DLs and DEs. I mean, the 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 DEs and DTs. We just combine them, right? Well, yeah, and he has it there. Like, like he doesn't. Yeah, he has two DLs, two LBs, and two DBs. Oh yeah, okay. He has it the same way, and um, yeah, and I mean, because there's some people. I'm I'm so high. I'm holding the microphone, and I'm not even on the laptop. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't matter. Nobody could tell. <laughs> Nobody could tell. Part of the stick. And uh, um, but yeah, and we have so we have nine defense and uh, ten offense is what it is. So super balanced and uh, the scoring super balanced. And yeah, it's awesome. It's funny. Uh, Nigel, the league that he got in his uh, his team name is Fuck IDP. <laughs> but. <laughs> He got in the he's, oh, he's about to get. You know, you know what I need Nigel to do is is like hit on a on a linebacker or two that he chose, and then feel that rush when he sees them go off. You know what I mean? I mean, that's what it's gonna be. I mean, because look, I mean, look at guys like Hess. You know where? I mean, he wasn't really opposed to it. He knew that we were gonna do it, but it wasn't until his team was affected by IDP, and he had a couple big wins. He had some offensive yeah, guys. He was like, on him. My IDP's fucking wanted for me this week. Like, yep. 
Yeah. Look at Guru in the SBI. He thought he was like all the way out. And then he happened to have like Bobby Wagner and like Josie Jewell. And they end up being the two top scoring IDP players. No, it was, Al- it was Highsmith. Oh, hi- uh, it was Alex Highsmith. I know it wasn't Singleton. Highsmith. I for sure know oh, it wasn't no, no. Highsmith. I'm sorry, Singleton. Singleton, Alex there Singleton. you go. There you go. Alex yeah, Singleton, Singleton, my fault. There I'm, you go. It Broncos. It was the Broncos. But ironically, Highsmith came from the Broncos. You know what I mean? So yeah. <laughs> that's where I was getting confused myself before he went to the Steelers. But yes, he had Singleton and Wet and B Wag, bro. And they were the top two scores on the week. Yep. And I have way too much Danny Pesos in these leagues. Like I just got another share of them in the one uh, in the number three. I have Hurts, so I had to lock in at least the starting QB for, uh, Ooh, for that is, week one. Is, is the one of the four moving along at all? Because they've been stagnant. Still on big tons. I'm not mad at it when it's big tons though. I love him. <laughs> yeah, I almost want to like put big tons. <laughs> Yeah, where the hell is he? Now I, it's just it's like now I get a pleasant laugh every time I'm like, yeah, <laughs> milk the whole thing. <laughs> You're doing big tons things. All right. Well, I just messaged him. You are on the clock. And uh Marco said 12 teams, uh, no flex for IDP, but one flex, okay, for the offense. And I like this. Peanut butter and waivers said uh so for his first IDP. Yeah, Jason Taylor, London Fletcher, and Asante Samuel. Asante Samuel, senior, senior. by the way, <laughs> not junior. And London Fletcher was so good back in the day. Like mm-hmm. he was on my one of my uh, my my first big championship in 2010. And yeah, like it's crazy how like because London Fletcher played for the Redskins and like Ray Lewis, you know, is just like killing it for Baltimore. They already won a championship like over there. They had super similar like season stats every year. Super and, similar and career geographically, stats. geographically too. There's people in Baltimore that might not that might have grew up before Baltimore had a team. They were Washington fans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because geographically, they're right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. So like, it, he was just mad, overshadowed by by Ray Lewis. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, this is crazy. Okay, Tino said, "Bogey, uh, did Steve tell you we're changing up the IDP to uh, specific?" Uh, so two DL. Well, that's not specific because it should be D. No, he, I think he means two DEs now, two DTs. I think that's what he's talking about. Well, right no, because then he has one middle linebacker and then one outside linebacker and then oh, four DBs. Hey, okay. I think that's fun, but that's whack. I don't want to. If have you're fun. gonna, I want, I want continuity. If you're gonna See, do hey, it, do it all the Tino way across. Okay, this is a run-on joke, right? Because Tino is actually one of the ones that have said this. He'd be like. Uh, he'd be like, Joe always wants to change it every year because he can't win it. You know what I mean? Oh shit! Yeah, okay. It's a run-on joke. You know what I mean? Right. But it's like, and then and then and then uh, his brother-in-law Steve, right? Uh, Steven, shout out to Steven. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, that that's Tino's brother, bro, right? Steven, Joe can get into his head. And be like, this is what we should do. Present this. You know what I mean? Uh, present it to the people. <laughs> present this, and he call and, and then Joe calls himself the Shadow Commission. I like this fool. They done booted you, bro. You ain't no commission. <laughs> but see, Fuck that, though. I like the format they have over there because it's like that's well, why I liked your format, Hus, because I was like, oh shit, this is just like Steamboat's only like juiced up like to the gills. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like scoring wise, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, uh, there was I mean, one year, there was one year, uh, 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 twenty nineteen. We had to start four receivers. We had no regular flex, and we had 
three running back spots. I'm like, this is a 14-team Superflex IDP. That's, you know, we, like motherfuckers was starting CJ Ham and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I was like, this is stupid. And they were just, you know, little, but the last three years we've had continuity. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's been the yeah. same, leave it. Because it, you know why? Because for me, I'm a creature of, of, of I'm, you know, I'm a creature of habit where it's like, I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? Like if I have continuity, I'm going to get, I'm, I'm going to realize what everyone is in the league and I'm, I'm going to get to the top, bro. Yeah. And I was there, bro. See, I'm not opposed to making it uh, position specific. Like maybe we can even do one league next year, you know, a redraft league like that. where We have like every single position. I would do a dynasty league like that. I mean, it, it, it just makes it more interesting, but like literally like not DL, it's DN and DT, you know, and seeing, I don't even think uh, on sleeper, you can't even do it that way uh, right now. Um yeah, the I'll middle linebacker. Okay, the middle linebacker and the outside linebacker. I mean, I don't really know about how that would work because I, I mean, I haven't even seen like where you can make that happen. And then the DBs would have to be safeties, and then uh, and then corners. And Dennis said, "This uh, playoff league will be my first experience with individual defensive players. Let's get it, and it's not hard. And uh, I'm going to be, uh, you know, we're going to get everyone's feedback." you know, on it, like, obviously you won't necessarily know how good your team does until we get, uh, you know, a week or two in, but I think at least the way on fan tracks, like that, they have it set up. Like as long as you're not avoiding the position, you sh- everyone should be okay. And bakes a lot said, how do you know who wins, uh, in the playoff league? Does it go by matchup record? No, it's uh, it's total points. It is total points. And so at the end of the three weeks, Whoever's the top three in points, those are the ones who are in the money. And let me see. Let me pull it up here. He said, what are the payouts again? Let me pull it up here because I forget off the top of my head. So in the $33 leagues, it's 170 plus a championship ring. Second is 60 and third is 30 for the $55 leagues. 350 for the uh, 350 plus a championship ring, 100 for second, and then 50 for third. And are some of these moving? Oh, yeah, there we go. Big Tons is up. And Devo, you are on the clock, bro. You are on the clock. All right, Big Tons went in, the, in the, the leagues where he was on. And we'll wait for Bogey to get back until we start breaking this down. And Dennis said, how will waivers work? Just like regular waivers in uh, in other leagues, the exact same. No different. And Marco said, how about a dynasty league with O-liners and punters? Fuck all that. <laughs> I've seen people do it. Like, that's what's crazy. Like, I saint it. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I want to. <laughs> I'm a degenerate, but I guess I'm not that much of a degenerate where I want to start paying attention to like literally like rostering like O lines or uh, punters. <laughs> and uh, and Tina said, "What you guys got an O line? How'd you do that?" <laughs> I've seen it on uh, on platforms before, but I have no idea what platform it actually actually hosts it. And uh, but I remember the ones that I saw. It was like a whole. Pretty sure it was like a team O-line. You weren't like picking like individual um, guys, but if you're going to get that degenerate about it, why wouldn't you just pick like the individual guys? All right. We got a couple guys. We got a couple drafts moving now. Let's go. Oh yeah. 
Okay. And Tino said, I would love to have an O-line, like yards against for DBs. I wish they did uh, DB stats like Team Ds. Why? They don't do yards against in Team D. I mean, you can, but most people don't. And Dennis said, uh, my bro played in the league where they drafted GMs and coaches. I've seen those too. And yeah, yeah. And Marco from the future said, uh, how do you count points for O-liners? I have no idea. It's probably like minus points for giving up a sack or a QB hit plus points for pancake blocks, like maybe rushing touchdowns. I have no fucking idea, bro. I've never looked into it far enough to where uh, I cared about that. Like those people are just wild (laughs) because those people will play with offensive linemen and punters and all that, but then not do IDP. Like that's what's crazy about a couple of those leagues that I saw that they try to get as degenerate as possible, but they won't do defensive players. And Tino said, LOL, how would you get, how would you get gum points? (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. You're gonna have to go into the crazy analytical stats, you know, to get these offensive linemen, uh, figure out how to get them some points. All right. I hope people are putting messages in the chat. I guess maybe I'll do that right now. And don't forget, guys, when Bogey gets back here and we start breaking down some of the uh, some of the positions, we're gonna. It's gonna seem like we're starting a new video and ending a video. So don't get high and like leave us, okay? <laughs> don't get high and leave the scene. All right. Let me tag some people up in these. And stupid MetaPay. All right. Uh-oh, hold on a second. Let's see. Someone left me a message question about Bro, I just want to make sure because I've never played this with you before on these positions. I assume the one running back can only be running back. Wide receiver can only be wide receiver. The other ones can be right running back, wide receiver, tight end, running back, wide receiver, tight end, blah, blah, blah. And then the last one, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. So if I understand that to be true, you wouldn't necessarily have to have quarterback. Yeah, so someone's asking about the super flex spot and uh, telling them it's designed uh, it's designed that way. So if you lose your QB in week one. And it's because we have 12 teams in this as well.
And Marco said, and draft long snappers too, just like the Bears with their first overall next year. <laughs> and Dennis said, I haven't went on fan tracks today. Did League 8 uh, get the draft order set? Uh, I think all those ones did. Let me, let me see. Oh, maybe not. A good call, dude. Let's see if everybody joined on League 8 so far. All right, there we go. And Bogey's back just in time. And uh, thanks for letting me know, Dennis. I'm going to go set the uh I'm going to go set the rest of the draft for people who didn't enter until now. Yeah, and she'll be back asleep real soon. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, she up. She's like, what? Ain't nobody going to sleep. <laughs> as soon yeah. as I said that, she's going to go back to sleep. That's when she jumped up. <laughs> she's like, what that? She says, breakfast time. <laughs> Let me get my other phone real quick. Dang it. Yeah, this is tough. Now setting people's lineups based on, like, trying to figure out their, uh, <laughs> figure out their name. Damn it, was that a spider web? You <laughs> walked through some shit like, oh, that's a spider web on me. <laughs> nah, because, see, you know, there, this is what fucked me up because there was the one time there was a spider web on me. I was like, is this a spider web on me? I grabbed it and there was a spider on the end of that motherfucker. Damn. And I hate spiders. Yeah. That's okay. funny. Well, I remember in replacements. What are some some of your biggest fears, guys? <laughs> yeah, the spiders, coach. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Like, you know, the spiders is like crawling up your arms, man. Damn. <laughs> These guys are fucking savages. Uh oh, bogey in the matrix. All right, let's see if we can get all this set up. All right, so we got Scotty Boy. Kenny. Damn it, I wasn't having any Matrix trips wherever I was at earlier. <laughs> okay, let's make you some breakfast, huh? Crazy hair, don't care. <laughs> Dennis, is your uh, is that your team name, Hail Mary Jane? I'm pretty sure you said that, right? Yeah, he was like, best team name ever. Oh, where you going? Yeah. Come on, show me what you want. Show me what you're working with. All right, yeah, what the hell is Joe's name on there? I got to cook, cook today. That's what's crazy when you start to like, when I'm like, damn, we spend a hell of money going out to eat. I'm like, I got to cook some. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, you feel me? Like, it's just dumb. Like, all of a sudden, I spent like 300 bucks in the past week on food. Yeah, yeah. Especially because, yeah, you guys got six every time you go out, like you said. <laughs> every time. Yeah. Because the best believe the fat cell's getting her own food because she'll eat all our shit. Right. <laughs> Hell right? yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Now let's get to running back. <laughs> all right. So here we go. Let's uh let me get this marked down.
What up, what up, Fantasy Football Hustler, back at you. We got Bogey in the house, and we're breaking down these running backs season in review. We're going to see who is Fugazi, who is not, because this is going to be some of your first prep into 2023 seasons. Let's get down yeah, to it. So we're going to break down the top 12. Maybe we'll go through a couple a uh, couple more than just the top 12. But uh, ah, bogey in the matrix right away. Let's, uh, <laughs> and we can cut this part out. I'll wait for him to, I'll, I'll wait for him to come back. We're going to cut this part out anyways. But yeah, fresh in the matrix. And, uh, oh, there we go. Is he back? <laughs> nope. It's still in the matrix. We're good. And uh, pick a number five, I believe. Yeah, I believe you are. Yep, your fifth pick. Fifth pick. I set all that up already. There we go. Yeah, now, of course, clock. That was clock. <laughs> and I guarantee you, he's about to talk about something similar right now. Here's all right. Here we go. So I'll cut that part out. Let's get into these top 12 running backs. And it starts off with Austin Eckler, 376 total points. If you play in a 1.0 PPR league. And I mean, he had a couple off weeks, but for the most part, as as consistent as you could get from the position and all due to that receiving, that's really what it was. He was money. I mean, he had 107 receptions. Like, that's just insane. 722 exactly. receiving yards and then 204 carries for 915 yards on the ground. See, what's awesome about, about Austin Powers is, like, not only uh, does he got his mojo, but, like, his age isn't a factor to me because – He's in the system that produced Alvin Kamara, where he, we it was with Joe Lombardi. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's predicated on the receptions. Maybe like like how many attempts did he get on the ground? Like a buck eighty attempts. Two oh four. Two oh four. So I wasn't that far off, but that's what I'm expecting. Like not too much more than two hundred attempts on the ground, but we're looking for the hundred plus targets. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that will continue. Especially if that if you think that line will never get better, because it's just no matter what they do, free agency or the draft, it just happens to them. And when you have a bad line, that hot read is Austin Eckler, baby. Yeah, and I mean the last two years, it's really been the touchdowns, you know, that's separating him from the pack because he had 13 on the ground, then he had five through the air. I mean, 18 touchdowns. I mean, that's no LT's 31, but I mean, there's really nobody who's cracking 20, so 18 is probably as close as you're getting. To that 20 mark. Jamal Williams probably cries every time he watch Austin Eckler. <laughs> he is crying. Oh, it's Because <laughs> Jamal, I mean, shit, he had 17, you know, on the ground. And it, it's Eckler and Derrick Henry. Those are the those are the next top with uh, 13 apiece. Yeah. But you know who came back to form? Because the number two running back here cmc oh my bad bmb yeah is, uh, <laughs> is back to top two back to form and uh 244 rushing attempts on the ground 1139 had the eight tugs and then 741 through the what? air 85 receptions what? 
five touchdowns what? through the air. So he's got more total yards than Austin Eckler, 1880 over there. But Austin Eckler had him by an extra five touchdowns, though. Yeah, okay. Four to extra four. No, five. Yeah, extra Let's five. go crazy. You ready to go crazy? Let's hear it. Let have, no, I mean, you got to help me go crazy. Oh, that CMC is the number one overall pick next year again. No, no, no. That that's he's top. He's top three of no matter what. But it's so number one subjective, right? It's like who do you want over who, right? But he's top three. But I'm saying, when did he go to the Niners? And then let's let's look at those numbers and on, because then we'll go crazy and prorate that shit for next year. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> yeah, I like doing this shit. Uh, October twentieth. So let me see. He got in there against the Chargers. He was already there against the Chargers, but then there was also, I think the game before that is when he came to us, right? Yeah. Clock, I know you know what what week this is. Let's see. What's uh, October 20th? October 20th would be like week six or seven, eight. Let me see here. Got to go all the way back to find this. Let's see. Where is it? October 20th. Because he played that 23rd, right? That, yeah. that first game, yeah. And that was versus the Chiefs. There you go. That he got in there. So that was week seven. Yep. So, so what do you want to prorate? What do you want me to add up? No, just like what was his yards? What was just his production from then on? You know what I mean? Yeah. So so we'll we'll go with the we'll go with the yards on the ground. How about that? Kind of didn't do too good in the beginning, right? Because then this is also this is also why I want to do this workshop because it's like if 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 he if it's all from explosive games, I'm still not mad at it. But that's what we're getting with him is that he still he has an even greater ceiling on a per game basis being with being a Niner now than he ever had with the, with the Panthers. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, it's crazy because uh, yeah, the average it it doesn't. Uh... The average is working out like about exactly the same. That's what's crazy on like his yards on the ground. Cause he had, he did have a couple big games with, uh, with the Panthers. He had uh, two games over two games over a hundred. He only had three games over a hundred on the ground. Um, yeah. That's what's crazy. I mean, okay, cause his so, last, his last so three games. Should we be a little weary because being a Niner backfield, like it's the threat of like, we're winning and then you rotate a motherfucker in there. Like, you know what I mean? Does that shun you away from taking him a top three guy next year? You know what I mean? I don't think so. Like, I mean, if you're going to be on a high-powered offense where he's getting receptions, he's getting carries, like, close to, like, 20-ish a game. And, like, I mean, shit, he has uh, he has four touchdowns in the last five games, and the only game he didn't get a touchdown in was week 18. So, it's like, we don't even count that one. Oh, we count it. well that would help his average if it didn't get counted but it was still uh it was still good okay jefferson or cmc probably probably cmc i mean if i'm going hero rb that might be my hero because he gets the receptions Yeah. yeah yeah definitely all right, let's see. And then let's move down. Let's mosey on down to the number three running back here, Josh motherfucking Jacob Woo! with his 1653 on the ground. It's because he's half Filipino, dog. <laughs> <laughs> he went over 2,000 combined yards here, 1653 on the ground and 400 
through the air. It's that kind of production. So he's he's in the club with love. Saquon now. He's got a what? He, he's in the club with Saquon and um, CMC. Yeah, but CMC's in, in the next club up because he had the thousand thousand. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Not just yeah. two thousand all purpose, right? Yeah. So that's so Saquon's in that club. Roger Craig has done that twice, where he had what? Where he had the the thousand all per, uh, two thousand all purpose, and he had the thousand thousand. He was the first to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and see, it's crazy too because he only um Josh Jacobs one two three he only had four single digit games in the top seventeen games. It just sucked that one of them that you know I mean the production from week fifteen to week seventeen. I mean it was whatever. Uh, I mean the the final week was good, so at least in the championships he didn't fail us. But the eight points in week sixteen might have screwed you over to where you did not even get there. Just as solid as they as they come. I mean, but. Who knows where he's going to get drafted next year? We got to figure out if he's staying with the Raiders, all that kind of shit. Okay, but let's live in that world. And they he should stay, stay with the Raiders. Yeah, right. The franchise tag him. Yep. Okay. Um, I think depending on who the QB is, is what really dictates it. Yeah. Right? Like say Brady goes there, bro. He's going to get overdrafted. He might, even, he'll be in that top three. Yeah. You know what I mean? Most people's ideology is to take running back early and often. I don't know why, even though knowing that we have years and years of, of, of data that shows running back's the most volatile position and it's damn near the, easy, the easiest to replace. You know what I mean? Yeah. Arguably, right? I mean, there's always the, the running backs is the next man up to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, in fantasy, right? Yeah, definitely. Receivers is a little different. You know, Devontae Parker goes down. You shouldn't be like, oh, my God, Tyquan Thorian. You know what I mean? <laughs> Even though we hear crazy motherfuckers say it. Yeah, like, or like, oh, shit, Terry McLaurin went down. Bro, fucking, I'm telling you, Curtis Samuels to the moon. Like, it doesn't work <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? Like, not always, at least, for receivers. You know what I mean? Like, let's, so. get, let's get down to uh, number four here. And so we got Derrick Henry. So the first three, those guys were above 300. And, I mean, Austin Eckler and CMC, the crazy receiving, you know, motherfuckers. I mean, uh, CMC had 85 receptions. Austin Eckler had 107. Then you get down Jacobs. He only had 53. Then you get down to Derrick Henry. He only had 33 receptions, but identical yards to uh, Josh Jacobs. He had 30, uh, 398 on the ground. And he just came shy of breaking 2,000 total yards. 1538 on the ground, 13 tugs, and 398 through the air most yards that he's ever had through the air by far in his career. Yeah. I mean, it's a product of no one else to throw to, right? I yeah. mean, even with Traylon Burks being there, but he really wasn't there because he missed a shitload of time. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. So I mean, there's, there's certain ways I could argue it, but still he's, He's not going to fall out of the top five this year's draft like he did last year. Like, people were, right. like, for some reason not on Derrick Henry like that. As soon as A.J. Brown was gone, it was like, oh. Like, it's because all the stupid, like, fanalists or analysts, whatever you want to call them, who are like, oh, he's done. Like, he got one injury. Like, he's never coming back. He's going to keep getting injured every year. Like, you know, all that bullshit. You know how many people's going to hate him this year? <laughs> My fucking fantasy championship, bro. Like the people are gonna, people are cry, gonna cry about that yeah. way more than than the than the Bengals Bills game not finishing. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, it sucks because, uh, I, I mean, not playing in week 17 and that being the only week that you don't play, like, man, that that just sucks. It, it, it was bullshit timing. Fuck that Thursday night game, man. That Thursday night game ruined it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he only had his two games of the year sucked. Um, outside of that, I mean, week 17 obviously sucked. But uh, it was. The games were early, too. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, well, uh, I, I, except for the, the really sucky seventeen. Yeah, I mean, he he did shitty against Philly. Like that's really that that's really what it was. Ironically, uh, too, huh? Because yeah. everyone runs on Philly. Yeah. The only thing was like, they, who do they have to stop? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, that's right. Traylon Burks did catch a touchdown and then get concussed. Remember that? Yeah. He caught a touchdown. He was laid out, but he at least he held on to the ball. Soldier. Yeah. Fucking soldier. Hell yeah. So, yeah, that's the people who are going to be hella pissed at Derrick Henry, the ones who lost their championship because they uh, – or, or, yeah, lost their championship or whatever because they had him, and that's going to be the excuse. They didn't have the next man up. Hassan Haskins didn't do that bad, but, yeah, it is what it is. So, oh, but he, he definitely didn't do any great. I mean, shit, neither did Dalvin Cook, neither yeah. did... I mean, we could go down a list of, like, people that Haskins did better than in week 13, or week 7. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. He did better than Dalvin Cook. Yeah. <laughs> that was one person, like, like right off the bat that, yeah, he did better than Dalvin Cook in the championship. Yeah. So he didn't do that bad. He, he did not do that bad. Then we get down to number five. We got good old Saquon and someone who me and you were super high on this year as, like, a value running back pick because... uh you know, coming off of two bad years or whatever, but it was because he was one year removed from the ACL. That's why we said you guys should be back on him this year. And uh, yeah, he, he kind of let you down in week 17. Outside of that, I mean, week 15 and 16, I mean, he propelled you to the championship, but it does suck that he only had one, two, three single digit games. And one of them just happened to come in championship week. Sucks. It sucks, yeah, but a zero digit game. Yeah. <laughs> he had 13, 12 rushing, 10 touchdowns with that shitty line and with everything that was just like super horrible that everyone said was a reason why they shouldn't yeah, draft. Number one in the league against stacked boxes. I mean, I'm sure. And uh receiving, he had 57 receptions, 338 yards. So it's no, it's not like his rookie year or anything when he had uh, 91 receptions for 721 yards, but it's also with Eli Manning. But this is his, uh, this is his best year, like yardage wise. Oh, actually, no, no, 2019. But I guess I was, was that still a little bit of Eli in 2019? No, it, it was. Yeah. So it, that, no, no, it was Eli the 2018. It was not in 2019. It was Danny Dumbass. It was already. pesos already. Okay. Yeah, from the, yeah and uh. I think it was from the jump. No, it wasn't from the jump. It was Eli. Then they made the switch. So, yeah, it was Eli from the jump, right? Yeah. Then they made the switch. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's why we can't even take 2019, like, all the way, you know, like, serious. Because Eli probably threw a bunch to him. Because he had 52. The first, game, the first game Danny Dumbass started, I want to say, is against the Buccaneers. And him and Jameis had, like, a little shootout. And uh, Danny Dumbass ran all over them, too. Yeah. Yep. So Saquon, it was exactly a hundred yards less that he had uh, receiving this year than 2019, but he had five more targets or five more receptions. I mean, 
So the, the production wasn't there on the receiving that much, but still pretty productive in the grand scheme of things. And clock said, I sent you guys fantasy stats uh, from the week CMC moved uh, to San Fran forward. Okay, nice, nice. That's what that was. Thanks, dude. And uh, <laughs> and since CMC went over to the 49ers, he's the, uh, he's the number one overall running back in points, followed by Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pasta, uh, and Austin Eckler and Dalvin Cook. Those are the top six there. So, yeah, CMC, ever since he went over, He's the man. He's the man. Now, let's see. Who else we got over here? Now, we're going to come in to the number six running back, a guy who really doesn't get too much receiving work, Nick Chubb, someone else who I had rostered on a bunch of leagues because everyone is just, like, kind of leaving him for dead over there. I mean, the biggest the biggest thing that sucked with him was uh, ever since Deshaun Watson got there, he was, like, the exact opposite of what he's always been. He still finishes number six. But ever since Watson came back in week 13, he had one, two, three, three single digit games. Um, He didn't, I mean, he had 11 and 12 points in week 16 and 17. So, I mean, he didn't, uh, he didn't destroy your teams. It's not like he propelled you. I mean, it sucks because like week 18 is like one of his best weeks, like of the season. And it comes not in the fantasy season. That shit is is what kind of sucks there. But yeah, Nick Chubb, and it's probably that week 18 finish that kind of got him as high as he is in there. But uh, yeah, it was a 23-point finish uh, in that game. So yeah, that's uh, that's a little bit of the Fugazi right there. We'll see what happens with Watson this coming next year, but I feel like it's going to be a receiving back to own over there. Nick Chubb, I don't know, man. I don't know if they're going to get things going to where Watson, I mean, he should, he, Watson should be a lot better, but yeah, I think Nick Chubb is one of these Fugazis in here and he's number six overall. And then you jump down to the next set of people here and you get in to the Rahamador Stevens. Yeah. <laughs> Guess how many receptions Rahamador Stevenson had? Man, 69. 69 dudes. <laughs> I legit guessed too. I was like, it's gotta be damn so crazy. And 69 receptions, 421 yards, just one yard too many. If he ended up with 69 receptions and 420 yards, like that just would have been fucking wild. One yard over though, a thousand yards on the ground, six total touchdowns. He had 200 attempts on the ground as well. He was averaging almost five yards a clip, but. The thing that sucked the most about him is he only had five single digit games and three of those games came from week 14 to week 17. The timing just ultimately really fucking sucked when he decided not to kill it. This kid's crazy. Uh, she just dropped something. Like, what the hell is that? Freaking pin <laughs> or a hairpin. Yeah. It's funny. Cause it's like, what you about to get about to pick, about to pick something. <laughs> like next time I'm gonna pick a lot in that, in that crib. I'm going full Tommy Pickles. <laughs> but yeah, over uh, over 1,400 total yards. Not too shabby. But man, just pick the wrong weeks to like really shit the bed for us. You know, that- um, that's what sucks. But it also is great for next year. People aren't gonna rush to grab him. In those first two rounds, I don't think, bro. 
Nah, he's not gonna be. No, like, and maybe well, not even. He's like, like a fourth rounder still. Even. Yeah, I was gonna say he'll like go three, where four. He's like a three four turnaround guy, and, and, and because people are gonna be like, "Oh, Belichick too," and uh, look what he does with his running backs, and then like people are just gonna have that taste in their mouth that he didn't do well for them in in, in the postseason. You know what I mean? Or the fantasy playoffs. I think he's gonna go kind of in the range where like <coughs> DeAndre Swift, if people were hating on him. And like James Conner ish, like kind of around that range. Yeah. So that was like, could be as high as late third, could be shit somewhere in the seventh or eighth, just depending on, you know, it's going to be a wide range of, uh, of places that he could go. In dynasties, he's probably going to be going hella low, though. Like these hustler dynasties, maybe he's like seventh, eighth, ninth, you know, around like He's the man. And, and clock said, who needs the smoke alarm batteries? <laughs> I do. And it's not the smoke alarm. It's the stupid carbon monoxide or, or carbon dioxide or whatever the fuck. Because the goddamn, that I can't fucking reach it. I'll just tell y'all. I have to go buy a thing or get a ladder. You know what I mean? Yeah, high, right? ceiling, high ceilings in the bed. Yeah, that motherfucker over there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that shit is way too high. And, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, and I gotta get the stair, I gotta get it lined up with the ladder on the stairs to line up. Otherwise, yeah. if I was trying to like get it over here, listen, there, there's so many scenarios Bogart hurts himself. <laughs> Completely and, falls down the two stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's been several times where I'm like just about to put her to sleep, like at night when she's like super cranky and trying to stay up. And then I'm, I'm walking upstairs, and she's wakes up. Like, up Son of a bitch! <laughs> it's fucking it's affecting me in every way. All right, that is your top seven right there. Now, how about let's get into number eight, Mister Tony Pasta? Oh yeah, hey, forget about it. Another one who uh, kind of failed you in week seventeen, if you were banking on him because he did not play in week seventeen again. The, the Thursday game, like, man, these Thursday games screwing people over. Who knows if they would have played if it was a Sunday game, but I bet they have more more time to, uh, to, to rest. And so that's really what kind of sucks, you know, from that. I guess one thing to take away from this, I mean, he only got like two points in week 18. So all of his points are condensed from week one to week 16, really. And, man, wow, I mean. How crazy. How crazy does the world go when he's a chief next season? That'd be wild. I think everybody would lose their shit. I bet he would be drafted a hell of a lot higher than Rahamador. Like that. He's like a two, three turnaround guy all of a sudden. He only had four single digit games. Well, unless you count the zero in, uh, in week 17. Oh, we're counting it. (laughs) So five single digit games. And one of them was week one against Tampa. And then he has a shitty one against Washington who has a good run defense. And then Philly shut him down. And then the Giants shut him down. And outside of that, he was handling biz. There's a lot of games where he was balling out. A lot of games where he was balling out. So, yeah, if he goes to the Chiefs somehow, <laughs> I think people would lose their shit over him. I mean, shit, people were losing their shit over... Uh, over Ronald Jones going over ready there. For this? Let's they hear it. Franchise tag him. Me uh, right after they restructure Zeke. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. 
And Stranger said, kick that architect. Yeah, <laughs> I know, man. Like, why is it in a place where, like, it's impossible I mean, to I, I get it. This is exactly why. I actually thought about this because I was really angry. Like, why the fuck would they put it up there? For short, people are like, what am I, fucking crispy over here? Just reached up? No. And then I started thinking, oh, wait a second. They put it up there because that shit rises. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean. So in order to detect that motherfucker, you know what I mean? But did and it I'm need like, to be what, in that I'm specific like, what spot? Of, what what leaks carbon dioxide, man? What am I, breathing, breathing too hard? Is there six of us in here? I got a big family. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, I, no more oxygen here. Yeah, I have no idea about those. It sucks. And, uh, oh, we just got a message that you are on the clock in the number one. Let's go. Okay, who just got got? Uh, oh, yeah, because I can actually make the pick for you. Yeah. And, and uh, so since your last pick, McKinnon, Sanders, Higgins, Allen, uh, Ola Kuhn, Tony Pasta, uh, Roquan. I took TJ Edwards. Got him. Uh, Ken Ugh. Walker, Travis Etienne. And it's back on you. You got Diggs, Purdy, and Kittle. Keenan Allen's took? Yep. He got got uh, in this round. No. I went Higgins over Allen. Now that DeMar's uh, awake and everything. Give and- me. Ugh. <laughs> I was, you know, I was, but you know, you don't even know where I was about to go right there. Ugh. I know where you're about to go. Mm, give me Chris Godwin. Ooh. Give me, he has Godwin winning this name. Give it to me. Uh, Chris Godwin went before oh, your, he went before me. Never he went mind. before your third round pick. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, he went right before me. And I remember being him and Mike Evans, Devonta Smith, uh, Geno yeah, Smith, Nick Bolton. Those guys all went right before your third round pick of Kittle. Give me the foreskin. Give me Leonard foreskin. No, Antonio picked Lenny in round two, what? bro. Damn, what league is this? <laughs> this is the number one. Oh, I'm thinking of the four. Ah. <laughs> oh. This is some of my mesh, man. Give me Devin White, God fucking damn it. Give him to me. Give me Devin motherfucking White. Lock him in. Yeah. Silky oh, Johnson yeah. on the clock. Let's yeah. Yeah, I feel Can you feel it? <laughs> Can, Can you, you feel, feel it? That? Huh? 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 <gasps> <gasps> That's so receivers. I'll find a receiver. I ain't tripping, bro. That's what so funny. I got digs over here. Huh? Oh, no, bro. Hella good, bro. Yeah, you got digs. It's so I'll funny because. Uh, oh, running back. I will find one of those. The Ace Ventura. All I saw was your little girl doing the, uh, the, uh, the what's it called? The rash booty. Huh? 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 <laughs> Do you like that? I have exercised the demons. <laughs> This house is clear. Losers. <laughs> you got they got so pissed. They kicked him out after he started calling everyone. You solved the case right there. Hell yeah. <laughs> he was on it. And Niner said Tony won't be a cowboy next year. I mean, there's potential that he won't be. He wanted to get paid. Yeah. And like I said, they probably franchise tag him. He'll be all about that. Yeah. That he's then he'll make like some guaranteed money and still be able to move on or or at least be there that the last year for Zeke because no one's gonna take Zeke's contract and they shouldn't be paying Zeke that money next year. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they're gonna figure Uncle otherwise, why did they get rid of Cooper? 
if that's the philosophy, right? Because they didn't want to pay $20 million to Cooper. You know what I mean? All right. We just got a new 420 crew member joined so you can get into the playoff leagues. Damn it, Antonio took the foreskin, man. <laughs> Hold on, let me get you some help. Breathe, fucking last. All right. And uh, Jaws, he said, oh, man, she went go crazy over there. And Ramondre said, I like it. Uh, it's uh, it'll be wheels up if the QB uh, if the QB comes to town to drive that uh, that hoopty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens over there. And Bakeslot said, "Who were in the top five again? Top five are uh, Eckler, CMC, Jacobs, Derrick Henry, and Saquon Barkley. That is your top five. For this season, if you're going in uh, in 1.0 PPR leagues, and now we're getting down, so Tony Pasta number eight, and now we're getting down to number nine, Aaron Jones, and yeah, I mean a lot of this probably due to like you know a bunch of injury bullshit you know happening, but he was solid enough throughout the year, and let's see, he had one, two, three, four single digit games. Um, I mean, we're not really counting week 18, but that was a single digit game. Oh, we're counting it. <laughs> do we count? I mean, what do you think? Well, we throw all these in. Should we be even talking about week 18? No, I, no I'm, just, I'm just trolling. I mention it if they have a really good game because that kind of like, you know, messes up the averages a little bit, especially because we don't get that for the points. But exactly. It's a whatever game in week. Uh, he only had six, you know, 6.8 points. So that's uh, if anything, that's lowering his season average, not raising it. Yeah. All the week 18 motherfuckers is hot. And they're like, bro, he fucked me in my championship. Yeah. <laughs> Stop playing week 18 championships. He does great in week 15. Got like almost 20 points there. And he has the touchdown through the air and a uh, couple receptions. But I, I guess that's the thing where he wasn't as consistent as we really thought through the receptions. Because, I mean, shit, one of the takes, him having, you know, potentially 100 targets and potentially 100 receptions, like all that shit, that that did not come to fruition, like, at all. He only had 72 targets, 59 receptions, 395 yards. He had five receiving touchdowns. He only had two rushing touchdowns, 1,121 rushing yards. Remember, I was low on Aaron Jones, like, lower in, in you know, out of us, out of the playmakers. Yeah. Because... I just had him. Uh, I mean, his upside was the hundred targets. That's what we were hoping for, like an Alvin Kamara like type yeah. of year. But I, I was, I was weary on Aaron Rodgers' overall pass attempts to begin with. Yeah, and it was low. I, I, had, I hit it right on the nail. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucking like five thirty ish. So it's like you know what I mean. Like, and and being a slower paced offense, they don't like you know he's so. I think Aaron Rodgers does that on purpose too, because he just moves slow and drain drain hell o'clock. You know what I mean? And then like, then you catch people on 12. 12, you know. Yeah, that, that's the only that's the only time when he's moving fast is when he's catching a motherfucker yeah. off guard on that. Moving hell like molasses. And you know, we want in fantasy, you want to attach your you guys to teams that have that run a ton of plays. Like, how many look at Brady and them? They ran a shitload of plays. The yards don't account for it, but you could tell by his attempts and his reset and his completions. You know what I mean? Like, 
So everybody benefits from that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Not Aaron, not people connected to Aaron Rodgers this year outside of Christian Watson. And that was a fun, like five week stretch, but Aaron Jones, I mean, now people are going to talk about age. People are going to talk yeah. about AJ Dillon and people, you know, all the same, you know, uh, is Aaron Rodgers going to be there? There's all this and he'll still be a great value in fantasy next year. Yeah. Especially in dynasty. I mean, for you savages who joined these dynasty leagues with us in, uh, in uh, February. Yeah. Curious where a guy like Aaron Jones goes with, uh, with so much up in the air fifth, right now. Fifth, sixth round. Yeah, he'll, be dropping. he'll be dropping. Yeah. Uh, what up Theo? What up Theo? All right. So that is the top nine. Let's get in to the number 10 overall. Now it's crazy because his points come with, uh, with missing two games. He didn't play week 12, week 13 after getting uh, El Concusto. And for and, all the people that were scared of his injury history, this is two years of healthy Joe Mixon now outside of a concussion, but we all know how that goes. You know what I mean? Yeah, the one thing that really sucks more than anything, one point in week 17. Mm-hmm. That shit just fucking sucked. Uh, I mean, missing the games that he missed, I mean, that those were big games. Going I mean, the week that. 17, come on, bro, that was the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was the game that... That was the they, game. The game, it's the game that, that everyone will remember or try to forget. And that's like that's our man Hamlin, bro. He's discharged, he's got a long road to recovery, but let's get it, man. Yeah, and that's where, just like you said, like with the Henry, like if anybody had Joe Mixon and they like lost because of this, like they're gonna be fading him, you know, like that is for sure. Set with that motherfucker. Hell yeah. I'll take I'll take still, I'll take Joe Mixon. Over Aaron Jones next year. Yeah, same, same. Yeah, I mean, I took it. I still take. Uh, who yeah. was number six? Uh, number six was Chubb. I'll take Joe Mixon over Chubb next year. But yeah, he the the guy's right above him. How about this? Because he's got two forty three, and he misses three games. Because I mean, that week seventeen. I mean, that's missing a whole game right there. You know, and he has uh, Aaron Jones only one point above him. Tony Pasta, six points above him. Stevenson, 200, uh, 251, so eight points above him. Nick Chubb, I mean, that's really the next step because Nick Chubb was 280. But Mixon would have been, if he plays. She was, she was if sleeping. He, she was sleeping on the bottle. I took it out of her hand. So slick. Yeah. So slick, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but that, if that game happens in week 17, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm with all confidence, I would say he scores at least eight more points. And he ends up being the number seven, the the number seven RB on the year with uh, with two games down as well. So I mean, he plays those two games if he gets, um, you know, and if he gets twenty, let's say he did get, you know, um, ten. Uh, how many how many more points? Let's say he hit fifteen points in this uh, in the week seven. That would have been fourteen more points. He would have been at fifty seven. And then if he hit fifteen points in the other two games. He would be at 87. He would have been okay. You hear you hear me saying that if he yeah, averaged 15 points over the two concusto games and the uh and the what's it called and the week 17, he would have been RB5. So I mean the concussions. And so he would have been so because last year he was RB6, I believe. Yeah. 
So, I mean, that's if, if he got an average of 15 points in the three games that he would have missed, which isn't far-fetched. I mean, no. let me see how many games, uh, 243. So this is good. This is good to disguise it, and, and we'll get him out of value. He's probably a second-rounder next year in a single QB league. So you ready for this? So if you averaged, like if you take his average of what it is right now, um, take away the three games, uh, it would have been 295 total. And so, yeah, that would have put him right behind Derrick Henry at, uh, at RB5. Mind blown. Yeah, because there, there's not a lot of point differential. I, I mean, from him at RB, what we say, at RB10, 243 to Stevenson at RB7. There's only an eight point difference. And then there's like a 30 point difference between him and Chubb and Barkley at that point. Uh, Stevenson and Chubb and Barkley. So I'll have yeah. you know that eight point difference could have been someone's chipper. <laughs> Do Let's better, get- Derrick Henry. <laughs> Let's get on to RB11. And this is someone. I mean, of course he's there because he played every single game. It's Dalvin Cook. But, man, in week 17, he just totally shits the bed with six points. He only has one, two, three, four single-digit games, but two of those come from week 14 to week 17. I mean, that's money time right there, the game before your playoffs and then through your playoffs. Way to go, Dalvin. (laughs) Ten points in week 16 versus the Giants, who I've been saying all year, the Giants are, like, holding running backs down. Like, what if he He's about to get shut down again by the Giants in this playoff game. And uh, the 26 points against Indy, I mean, he kills it there. He gets you past week one of the playoffs if you're there. So, I mean, that's one thing that helps. But, yeah, he's uh, getting long in the tooth. He's about to be 28 this next year. Uh, So, he's already been dropping and dropping. I think he just drops more and more. Health is what kept him in it out of all the years (laughs) that everyone's hating on him. He made it through every single game. I mean, he was uh, he was a low end RB one, and I think that's what he was drafted as in most. So, I mean, the wherever you drafted him, unless you jumped up hella crazy for him, I mean, he paid off the value. He paid it back. Couple shitty games. Anybody that had Dalvin Cook did not win that thing, man. Nah, well, I mean, anybody who had someone who like shit the bed in week seventeen, like you better had a a big. I'm just saying, bro. Like Dalvin Cook probably didn't even get you in the playoffs. Here's the thing. Dalvin Cook, I think Kevin O'Connell calls Sean McMahon's like here, bro. Well, and see, and here's the thing. Like, maybe you don't win a championship, but if you went hero RB and you had Dalvin Cook and then you had, you know, any kind of combo of Josh Jacobs, Rahamador. She gives uh, me the remote. (laughs) Get get my my show on. That shit on, Betty. Jamal Williams, you know, like all that. Like, I mean, if people were listening to us, they could have went hero RB with a guy like Dalvin Cook, picked up a couple of these gems in later rounds and been solid. And Jaws said, uh, what was that really? Was that really John Smokey Brown catching a TD in Buffalo last yes, week? Yes, it was. He said, or was my weed just that good? It was John Listen, the weed Brown. was that good. <laughs> and and rejoicing my man, downtown Smokey Brown. <laughs> And he said, I thought I was caught in a time vortex. <laughs> hey, listen, bro. Hey, going back to the 2019 Playmakers, he was a he was a bogey favorite, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because downtown Smokey Brown, bro, he was going in 
with uh, Joe Flacco even in 2019. Yeah. Then, then as soon as Lamar got got the starting job, it, he died for fantasy purposes because it was like now Lamar's not going down the field, right? That's well, that was 20. Yeah, that was. Oh, that was 2018. Yeah. Then 2019, like I said, boom. They 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 throw Smokey Brown over there with Josh Allen. What? Yeah. Let's get it. All right. And we got one more RB to talk about. We'll do a little honorable mention here of the next guys and see what they kind of did. But playoff Lenny, Mr. Lenny Foreskin, who also also shit the bed in week 17. I mean, son of a bitch. Only 8.7 points. So really letting us down when it counted the most. But only one, two, three. Damn, only three single-digit games. And one of them just had to fucking come in week 17 versus the Carolina Panthers, who were a little hit or miss uh, against the run. But, yeah, a totally miss uh, for him. Yeah, and actually, that's crazy. Two of his single-digit games this year came against Carolina. And I bet you it's because of guys like Frankie Lou. Because Frankie, but also because remember what I was saying is that Carolina was phenomenal at stopping pass catching running backs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not just stopping running backs on the ground, pass catching running backs. And that's where Lenny's value came this year for real, for real. Gave him a solid floor. You know what I mean? He was every Moyle's nightmare. And that, and that's one reason why we wanted him was because of uh, literally everything that we were saying kind of came true with Lenny. You know, like their bad offensive line, you know, they're going to need to dump it off to him more. All that kind of shit. He had 83 targets, 73 receptions on those 83 targets. Like very, very efficient. 523 yards through the air, three touchdowns. He goes over 1,000 all-purpose. So, I mean, really, he was slacking in the run game. You know, 189 attempts, 668 yards. He only averaged 3.5 a clip, only had three you touchdowns. Know, that, that, that's a product of them being behind in more games off more often than not. And having a shitty offensive line, mm-hmm. offensive line. Because yeah. he had like 150 less. They, they couldn't uh, run between the tackles worth the shit. And, he and ran. Lenny's not a stretch. He's not a stretch outside runner. So that was never going to work either. You know what I mean? Check he's this a out. Power runner up the ga- up the he's a power gap runner. You know what I mean? Check this out. Because just from last year to this year, 2021, 180 attempts, 811 on the ground, 4.5 a clip and eight touchdowns. 2022, more attempts, 189 attempts, 668 yards, like 150 yards less, uh, a whole yard less, um, you know, per carry. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but YPC, yeah. And then half, you know, less than half a uh, how, what uh uh what what's what? that two point five times less uh on the touchdowns on the ground only what? uh three compared to eight last year he has ten total touchdowns this year he has six he had more receiving he only had two receiving touchdowns in twenty twenty one he had one more but yeah he was not getting in on the ground they were not able to punch it in like that what Lenny's twenty seven. He is 27. It's crazy because him and CMC in the exact same draft class, and we're talking about CMC coming in and being the top running back. Lenny, let's see where he stays because he was already low value. What was he, like a fourth round? There's going to be a whole Rashad White cap of people that say, oh, Lenny's done and this and that, and then it'll push Lenny down. You know what I mean? And, like, this also hinges on whether Brady's there or not. 
Like, you know what I mean? What if he yeah, leaves sure. and then if they get a Jimmy Garoppolo or something, I'd, I'd be all on board with everything again. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so here's your who's there. So here's your top 12. We'll go through this one more time and then we'll shout out a couple honorable mentions in the top uh, 24. But we got Austin Eckler. What? CMC. What? Jacobs. What? Henry. What? Barkley. What? Chubb. What? Stevenson. Huh? Pollard. What? Aaron Jones. Woo! Joe Mixon. Woo! We like Alvin Cook. Dalvin Cook <laughs> and playoff Lenny Foreskin. He's all right, baby. <laughs> These are all our kids right here, except for Dalvin Cook. A lot of guys we've been talking about all year. And then let me just read off the top 24. We won't really go into too much uh, detail this here. Though. This is interesting. So, yes, please do. We got Najee at 13. What? We got Jamal, Jamali Mall Williams at 14. Right. Miles Sanders at 15. We got Alvin Kamara at 16. Ken Walker at 17. Travis Etienne at 18. And those are all the guys. Top 18 are over 200 total points. Uh, James Conner at 19. McKinnon at 20. Even McKinnon with the crazy week still cracked the top 20. You know who didn't crack the top 20? DeAndre Swift, because he's number 21 over here. You know who didn't crack even the top 20? Zeke, number 22. And it's uh, crazy. Hey man, Zeke is, I thought I had Zeke at 25 overall, so he, <laughs> he told me. Yep. Singletary, someone who I was saying, get him as a low-end RB2. He ended up finishing as a low-end RB2, 23. And then David Montgomery, good old Monty Burns, rounding out the top 24 and then just for shits and giggles 25 raheem moster aj dillon 26 antonio gibson 27 what if okay i think what Najee, up chaotic what up chaotic i think naji and i think walker they have the highest probability to jump into the the rb1 conversation next year i like travis Etienne. People are probably that's he's gonna be a favorite next year. Yeah, of people. I'm I mean, fading. I'm fading him. I'm not necessarily fading him, but I just I, I'm probably not gonna have a lot of them because I know people are gonna pull him up in like that one two turnaround or like early in the second. Yeah, he cracked. Second. He cracked a thou wow, but he only had five touchdowns and he only had forty five targets. Like I mean that we were expecting that to be like double. So like that's yeah. why I'm kind of fading Etn because he needs to jump. Like, for him to get into the top 12, he needs to get, like, 75, 80 targets. Yeah. They need to, like, double. He only had 300 through the air. So, um, over 1,400 total yards. And we also got to remember, like, just a Doug Peterson backfield in general is frustrating. You know, we all wanted Miles Sanders to be a thing, but he still was sharing with Boston Scott and fucking – you know, Wendell Smallwood, and you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they, but in this year, they they traded away James Robinson, and they then we saw annoying ass what's his name, man? Uh, uh Michael Hasty, you know, out of 17 like, games, he had six single digit games, and yeah, uh, like two, two of those, I mean, I guess three of those are in the first four weeks, you know, he's still getting his feet wet or whatever, mm-hmm. but then week 12, 13, and 14, I'm pretty sure he got hurt in one of those weeks too, but. 
Yeah, right, right in the right in the heart of the season, kind of uh, getting you into the playoffs. He kills it in week seventeen. If you somehow made it, you know the championship and played him. I mean, he killed it. That was like one of his best weeks of the year. All right, and uh, <laughs> we saw it chaotic. We saw it. <laughs> All right, and uh, we're going to get up out of here. Thank, Well, at least for the running back video, don't you guys leave us. But, yeah, appreciate you guys listening to this replay. We're talking about the running backs here. We're going to put this on uh, on YouTube as well as just an uploaded video because this is something you're going to need to watch this before your drafts again for all these positions. So we appreciate you guys rocking with us for this RB breakdown. Peace out, everybody. Except for you guys who are watching live, don't peace out. <laughs> Yeah, stay with us. Keep me the cues. Are we good? We're yeah, good? we're good. We're good. And we're cut. We're Gucci. We Gucci. Oh, yeah, we did it. Woo! <laughs> right that, was a, that was a long one, but the running back's always going to be longer. That's it's what important. she said. <laughs> Bong. That's what she said. <laughs> Don't leave, Antonio. Don't leave. <laughs> And uh, AJ said, uh, what did Pollard finish? Was not on the stream as hey. RB8. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, <laughs> Tony P. Don't leave us, Crispy. Cowboy fans are going to go crazy. Don't you leave us, Crispy. Don't you leave us. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Let's see. And Theo said, and cut. And uh, we did have a question. I told uh, I told whoever this was. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, Crispy said, I got to go under a house now. So if I don't pick, just fucking wait. <laughs> if I'm not back like in five it. minutes, just wait longer. <laughs> Is it rough? I'm at three hours. <laughs> just expect I'm milking the whole thing at that point. I'm like, listen, <laughs> you might as well take this thing all the way down. Damn doggy said, what do you think the Bears do with the first overall? I mean, there's a lot of different ways that the Bears could go on this. I mean, I, I really think that they trade back. Because I don't think they're going to trade fields, but I think they should. I think they should trade fields. Like me and Bogey, Bogey's the one who said it. They should trade fields, and they should still trade back. And, like, that's a way no, that they No, I know, get. but see, that's the thing, though. They, they need to get Bryce Young if they trade Justin Fields. Yeah. Well, if yeah. not, if not, because, I mean, Justin Fields, they could demand. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I'm saying the Colts could easily be in contact with him because that's where Eberflus came from. Yeah, Eva Flus can easily make the phone call and be like, listen, y'all want Justin Fields, but I want all of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yep. still retain his first that first overall. Then they can get a Bryce Young. And you know, and mind you, this was my prediction yesterday, just being you know, before I even watched the game last night. And then I was like, oh, we're doing it. <laughs> my Bears shout out to the Bears Bruce and their brothers. They don't want they don't like that theory. <laughs> they don't like that theory at all. But you're in a dilly of a pickle, as the white folks would say, right? If you are the <laughs> dilly of a pickle, <laughs> a, a fucking dilly of a pickle, because like you, you're going into the year number three with Fields, and uh, if he has any kind of success similar to this year as far as production goes, you're probably in t- in line to pay him, but or won't, and then you'll just be in line to like tr- you know deal with the disgruntled. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, it's just one of those situations. Five years goes by really quick. You know, I was just telling this to my homie Calvin the Don. Shout out to Cal. Um, 
you know, he's the Saints fan. And I was like, well, you know, it, uh, he's like, we're going to be stuck with Dennis Allen. I'm like, yeah, you are. Because <laughs> now they need him to have one more losing season and get a, get a high pick for the following year. Then they go, re- then they go search it out. Because they would have fired him already so they don't miss out on in this, co- this, this coaching carousel. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Right? So it's like, if you're a Saints fan, you probably got to deal with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have no first-round pick, so it is what it is. Yep. All right, let's see. Let's smoke this bowl, and then we're going to get into wide receivers. And we'll keep it, like, real behind the scenes. We'll even have Bogard count us down from a 3-2-1 when we're going uh, – when the new video is about to start. Listen, I refuse to have him put the credits in there, but, like, I've been a director of this show for a <laughs> <day>. <laughs> You know, executive producer. That's not me. Director, though. <laughs> Direct and starring it. <coughs> we'll spend, I mean, wide receivers. I feel like we have less shockers in the top uh, 12 wide receivers than uh, than the running backs. Because, I mean, a lot more injuries. See, that's what everyone says. I mean, I know there's a bunch of injuries to wide receivers. But all these guys who are in the top 12 minus, minus two. I would say we all knew that they had wide receiver one, you know, potential here. And if Cooper uh, cup doesn't get hurt, you know, the number 12 guy here, he's not, he's obviously not even sneaking in. Yeah. And I, and I don't uh, take victory laps on, Oh, I told you all Jefferson's going to be number one. You know what I mean? Because Cooper cup was like about to make me wrong, bro. Cause and let, let's even, okay. Let Cooper cup still had, <coughs> He still had um, 200 total points in uh, not even 10. When did he he die for fantasy purposes? Week 10 was when he got hurt. So should we count week 10 as a game or should we just count it as nine games? Because he got hurt pretty early in that game, if I remember. Yeah. What did he do in that game? Was that Arizona? Yeah, he had 2.9 points. Okay. Because so it, it happened later in the game. They were just fucking blanking. Remember, it happened. Okay, then we're oh, counting. it happened with one in the very last series. Okay, so we're game. counting it then. Yeah, bro. That's okay. fucked up, right? They, they, yeah. they were already getting blown out. It's just not playing. You know. So, on uh, just based on what he had, if we averaged that out for the whole season, he would have finished as wide receiver three with 345 points. So, Jefferson... The year that he was putting up, you know, all we all we could do is project with uh, with Cup, but he would have been there at number one. So um, yeah, hold on, we're, we're, we haven't jumped in yet though. That, that's yeah. just some behind the scenes for that ass. Oh really? And we'll bring we'll bring that up. We'll figure out a way to mix that. Hey, in. listen, yeah. bro, we're on a thunder watch. This shit is crazy. Like it yeah, rumbles. Bro. I love it, and I say weird as in me. Yeah. Because I love the rumble of thunder. It makes me feel alive. Like you can feel the power of God. When, like I went outside before we started the show, I was outside running around in that motherfucking rain because my kids were still asleep. And I could do stupid shit like that. Yeah. Because I heard, at first I saw the flash. Cause you know, then you start to count down. You're like, oh, now it's about to rumble now. So I ran outside and and a fucking thunder just shaking the sky. You see it go from one end to the other end. Like, oh, shit, this is crazy. 
Don't forget, guys, we're going to like start and stop another show because I'm going to cut all these pieces up. Put but them in the podcast it's the form. same stream. Don't touch that dial. Do not leave. All right, Bogey, give us a countdown from three. Three. What up, what up, fantasy football hustler back Do that again. <laughs> We're going to do it for five. Ready? Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Go ahead, do it. Five, four, three. What up, what up, fantasy football hustler back at you. We got another video for you guys breaking down the season in review. We're here with the man, the myth, the legend, Bogard Scott Free, and we are breaking down the top 12 wide receivers for the 2022 fantasy season. We're going to see who is the real deal, Holyfield, and who is a Fugazi. I'll tell you Ooh. someone who's not a Fugazi, though. That's the number one wide receiver, the guy who you and I said was going to finish as the number one wide receiver. Our man, JJ, Justin Jefferson, and bogey right in the matrix. <laughs> oh, man. I was so on point with that, too. We'll cut that. We'll cut that little part out. <laughs> as soon as he comes back from the call, that shit's so funny. It's like, like literally as soon as we fucking start it. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> So we will chop that part out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we will chop that part out. And we'll wait for him to get back. We'll get some more smoking going while we're waiting for Bogey. <laughs> Everyone, uh, you get to see the real behind the scenes uh, cuts of this. This is when our uploaded videos happen. This might, this may or may not be what's happening behind the scenes. <laughs> oh, man. And there we go. Theo said a quick bowl break. Yes. Ooh. And uh, ooh, look what I do have. I haven't busted it out yet. But the Heisman crew. Oh, yeah. Sending in some tree for your boy for the Ricky Williams smoke session this Thursday on FNT. Don't you guys miss it. Don't you guys miss it. Right. <laughs> Freaking bogey. Man, well, I was too money on that. So we're chopping it after that. <laughs> and I'll just get back into Justin Jefferson. I'll I'll just remember the guy who you and I knew were gonna be was gonna be the number one wide receiver. There we go. Smoke that bowl. Hit that like button. If you haven't hit the like button, what the hell are you guys doing over there? Smash that like button. <clears throat> and Dennis said, subscribe to the 420 crew. Hell yeah. Let's get it because we're going hard for you guys, bringing this content all year long, bringing all these crazy leagues for you all year long. Yeah, we may just have to do this with offense only today. And uh, and next week we'll do a waiver wire wake and bake for IDP. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, it is uh, <laughs> just like we get off the rails like always. You guys know how it goes. Come on, Bogey, come back to us. <coughs> oh, man. All right, we'll see. How many bowls deep are we going to get by the time uh, Bogey gets back here? 
All right. These drafts is moving. These drafts is moving. Dang it, Darren. Uh, he Darren is sleeping <laughs> because he works like crazy midnight hours. Crazy uh, hospital hours, I mean. All right, but all these drafts is moving. And Theo said, IDP is so fun to talk about. Glad you guys talk about them. I don't know why more people don't play. Gives me more to cheer for. Yeah, and I know defensive players now. I mean, my thought process was like, more players equals more points, equals more chances to win, equals more variables, you know, of how people put their teams together, like all this kind of shit. So like, yeah, um, for me, I started off playing IDP, so I just thought it was normal. But like then, you know, social media starts coming in and like people are like, you know, like, like, what the hell is this IDP stuff? Like, I refuse to play in IDP. And it's like, it's so funny because like, it's really just if you know someone and they get you into it and they can explain it a little bit, you feel comfortable. So that's why a lot of people I know are willing to play in these IDP leagues with me because they, they feel comfortable because I'm fucking teaching them about stuff, you know? And I mean, I'm not like just holding all the information like to myself, but uh, yeah, hell yeah. And uh, Facebook user, how many receiving yards for Jefferson this weekend? 200. 200 <laughs> i hope so i hope him and tyreek go for like 200 this week <laughs> and bakes said we go hard all year long pause <laughs> and uh chaotic said for the playoff leagues uh we aren't eliminating weekly no 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 uh it's just total points at the end not beat all not beat all correct so yeah everybody is playing all our all the fantasy managers are playing all three weeks it's the players on your team that won't make it all three weeks but yes three week tournament and chaotic said one of my clients asked me today and i realized i didn't know correct and yes it is not best ball it is not best ball we uh, you have to set a lineup weekly <clears throat> all right and i said i'm not cutting that first part out that shit was money um, uh, yeah, separate. come on. We wrote that shit. <laughs> I told you that's what makes me a great director. I was like, because you know what killed me? I was like, let's do the Wayne's World countdown. Remember how they were like all tripped out? Like, Why did you say two or one? <laughs> like, no, no. He's like, all right, guys, ready? This is how you yeah. do the countdown. Five, four, three. And they're like, Wayne, Garth, stop <laughs> counting. <laughs> do it again. Five, four. Guys, you're nodding. <laughs> Peace out, chaotic. Have fun at work. Hey, chaotic. Let me know. I'm, I'm listen. No lady of mine should be working. <laughs> Theo said, "Welcome back from the Matrix." Yeah, well, that one was uh, well because my girl, she works. My girl actually works like five minutes from the crib, and now it's her okay. lunch. I was even gonna say maybe wait five minutes and she'll pull up so I won't interrupt the show. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it is just storming as all hell, bruh. It's going to be even funnier, like, on the video, because, like, we're just going to be talking, and it's just going to randomly cut, and you're just in a completely different setting. Right? <laughs> I should have changed my clothes. Remember remember, I went through that phase where, like, I would change my clothes real quick, or my hat, at least, every time I went in and out the Matrix, and be like, wasn't he wearing a different hat? <laughs> 
<laughs> then it would be like a sombrero, like some like obvious oh, wearing this hat, bro. <laughs> oh man, that shit is funny. All right, so I'm just gonna pick up from the uh, the Justin Jefferson spot, and then I know what part. Let me let me mark this down. So yeah, I know what let me part light up from the Justin Jefferson spot. Yeah. So one guy that you and I knew was going to be the number one wide receiver this year. Oh, yeah, that's our man, Justin Jefferson, 373 points, the number one wide receiver, 1,809 yards, only eight receptions, though, but uh, still killing it. Eight touchdowns. Oh, yeah, sorry, eight touchdowns. What the hell did I say? Eight interceptions. <laughs> yeah, I'm so high right now. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you, you go into the matrix. I got all this <laughs> <laughs> right. no, I'm, I'm No, I am, I am going to cut that. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was fucking no, funny. I was just having fun. <laughs> Justin Jefferson, 1,809 yards, eight TDs. (laughs) This this motherfucker, he even had two completions over there for 34 yards. 184 targets, 128 receptions. That's the part that kind of like, that's not super efficient. Not super efficient. We don't care. The pepper is there. Yeah, but Kirk Cousins needs when to step When you keep throwing up. pepper on it, it's finna sneeze at one point. <laughs> Kirk Cousins needs to step his shit up because out of that, that is only uh, <laughs> it's only a sixty nine percent catch rating. Oh, over there. Come on, <laughs> why are you disappointed? <laughs> this is what we expect. All right, so maybe he did it for us. I don't know if he did. Good job, but he should have had more receptions. Um, sure I will did. say that. But it did lead the league with 128. But he should have had more. He should have got to two thousand. He could have got it with that. With as many targets as he got, he could have got to two thousand. This is this is true. Yeah. So Kirk, we're blaming that on you, and uh, and I'm gonna blame it on Jefferson a little bit. He better be hitting them weights. You better go watch the last dance and just, uh, you know, go back and watch some of these things where Jordan mm-hmm. talks about really hitting the weights before he really became El Champion. You know, if anybody, if anybody like never understands my mumbo jumbo psycho babble about coordinators and whatnot and coaching changes and coaching shifts and, and implicating different cultures. When Kevin, we said this. And I pounded the table for this. When Kevin O'Connell went there, the low-hanging fruit is that he just came from the offense that just produced Cooper Cup, being the yep. number one receiver in fantasy. Bam. Yep. Did and he it. let. And we the only thing, it. the only thing that he didn't repeat on the triple crown was the touchdowns. He had eight. Devontae Adams had uh, had fourteen. You mean a uh, cup? Well, no, 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 no. I'm talking about this year. The only reason why he didn't repeat oh, yeah, on the, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's on the receptions, right? the yards, and the, the double digits. Yeah, yeah, because he had the receptions and the yards. He had that part of the uh, the triple crown. He didn't have the touchdown part of the triple because crown. Devontae Adams got the 14 out of all the uh, receivers. Yeah. yeah, and shit. I mean, you look. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, Diggs has 11. AJ Brown what? had 11. What? Uh, Abari Cooper had what? nine. Chase what? had. Nine. So, I mean, we're going to go into the top 12 now, but Jefferson, he he didn't finish uh, the best. Cream of the cropper. 
Oh, yeah. That almost might even be like a standalone right there. Just that. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to say number one by far because there is a 20-point gap between him and Tyreek Hill, 19-point gap. And it seemed like, I mean, Tyreek, I mean, if we're counting week 18, you know, yeah, he has two double, uh, two single-digit games in the season. But he really only had the bad game against Buffalo. And that was it. And that kind of <laughs> sucks for the people in the playoff league. He was, he was quarterback him. proof. Because yeah. we saw him with multi, multi-quarterbacks, multi man. That was kind of crazy. But if it was the tuna fish the whole way, it's probably way. He's probably the number one receiver, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Justin Jefferson, he has three single-digit games. One against Detroit when what? Jeff Okuda shut him down. What? One in Dallas when uh, when Trey Diggs shut him down. What? And then uh, one in Green Bay when Jair Alexander shut him down. So he he was number one, but he did have three games where he was a little fluky in there with those single digit points. We at least want Justin Jefferson to come down with 10 points. You know, you, you don't feel bad about it. You feel bad when he throws up a single digit game and Tyreek, like talk about a stat line. I mean, we've heard some pretty dumbass analysts out there, you know, and uh, <laughs> some of them have even been exiled from the show from their stupid takes. But, uh, you know, saying that he, w- with the tuna fish, like how's he going to be able to do this? I mean, shit, how many games did he not have the tuna I'll fish? I'll say it. There was a guy named the Tyrant, and I destroyed him for that take. <laughs> and now he's no longer a man that you could be have recognizable as a man. <laughs> 1,710 yards, about 100 behind JJ, 170 targets, 119 receptions, had the seven touchdowns. You know, I mean, that's where he fell short a little bit on this. So imagine him actually getting a better catch percentage and a couple more touchdowns. Like these guys would be setting, you know, wide receiver records in fantasy football. These are the only two who were over 350 points. And the value was the Tyreek Hill pick this year. Fourth rounder. I mean, in super flex leagues and a lot of them, third rounder, late third rounder. Mm-hmm. Very. I mean, he was going in the top 10, Dynasties, but it was like. Dynasties, he was not a first or a second round pick for sure. Dynasty no. startups. He was no. not. You know, I've even seen him fall as far as the fourth round. And I was mad because I was he, like, okay, it's time to take Tyreek Hill here. Even the ones where we drafted, where he was like with Mahomes, like mm-hmm. he didn't have any seasons like this. He was you still know, going with, in the second round. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you look at it. I mean, this is his his most yards by far receiving. I mean, you go back to 2018 when he had 1479 and 12 what? touchdowns. What? I mean, shit. He smashed that. He smashed that by, by two. No, that, that was 2017, you said? No, that was 2018. Okay, yeah, that's right. The, the year before, year the year before his the first year, year. Mahomes. Yeah, exactly. He in uh 2020, you know, he has the 15 touchdown year, and that was just wild, you know, but still only had 1276 on the yards. He had, I mean, shit, 450 more yards. I mean, it'd be like that. Yeah. Yep. 2020, he throws down 332 points, 2018, 336 points, and this year, 354 points. What? Yeah, so Tyreek not playing around. And then uh, now we get into uh, the under tree 50 crowd. We got Devontae Adams finishing as the wide receiver three, 338 points, 1,516 yards, 
14 touchdowns, leading all wide receivers, 180 targets, only 100 receptions. So, man, I mean, the, the catch radius, or I mean, not the catch radius, but the catch percentage of all these guys, not the best. And obviously, they're the ones getting blanketed with uh, these double and triple um, coverage, uh, double and triple team coverages. But uh, Devontae Adams, only 55% catch percentage. That's really ass. <laughs> that is really bad. That you know, is really, really bad. Devontae Adams, to me, is going to really hinge on who's there, bro. Because I like, I'll, I'll always have Devontae Adams. I'm not, I'm, he's that talented and he's QB proof. But depending who's there is where it's going to dictate the ADP next year. Last year, his catch percentage with Aaron Rodgers was uh, 73%. 73. You go one year before that, the COVID year, 2020, 77% catch percentage. Wow. So, yeah, it's just, it's a crazy drop. Like, he could have been way better than what he was this year. The QB play is obviously what was fucking him over. Yeah, fuck Derek Carr, bro. Yeah. Derek Carr is so bad that he'll ruin of Devontae Adams. You know, Devontae Adams' first foul wow year. You know who a majority of that year was throwing him the ball? Who? Brett Hundley, bro. Oh. So I'm just saying, like, he oh, yeah, could the... play with someone like Brett Hundley, but he couldn't do – you know what I mean? It was shitty. Yeah, that was – 2018 was the year Rodgers got hurt, right? 2017, I think. Yeah, 17. 2017? Yeah. He didn't hit yeah. a thaw wow in 2017. What did he get, 990-something? No, it was uh, 885. It was 2016 where he got 997. And that was was that the oh yeah, but Rogers missed a lot of that year too, right? No, no, he didn't. He missed the 14 year. Okay, I I digress. I fucked that up. Either way, cut, cut. <laughs> Either cut. way, take that out. Devonte Adams, he's been money in the bank. He got more targets this year than he'd gotten in uh, in any of the previous years with Roger. That's for sure. But uh, came up short on the yardage. Uh, compared to last year, uh, came up short on the receptions, way short on the receptions from last year. His uh, his what? yards yards per target is down. His yards per catch is up. Mm-hmm. Um, the touchdowns was up mm-hmm. this year compared to last year. That's my new one. <laughs> but, yeah, the QB play. Adams could have done way better for us. And the biggest thing about Adams that we hated is week 15 and week 16. Absolutely sucked. But uh, it's crazy because week 17 with no car. One of his best games of the season. Against the number one defense. <laughs> 34 points, 153 yards and two Jared the stud man. <laughs> the only games he had better than that was uh, week nine versus Jacksonville. He had 146, 10 uh, receptions, two touchdowns. And week 13 versus the Chargers, 177 and two touchdowns, eight uh, receptions. Way and Antonio said, Tyreek Hill, not bad season for a bust. <laughs> yeah, for sure, right? Yes. Who said that? Yeah, Antonio. He said, not yeah, a bad, not too bad season for a bust, right? Yes, hey, remembers. <laughs> hey, remembers. Uh, I told you Tyreek Hill was going to bust. <laughs> All right. Let's get down to the number four wide receiver here. And we got Mr. Stefan Diggs. 
Someone else Can who kind you of dig it. Oh, I thought you were gonna hit the thing. <laughs> no, well, one thing that I really could not dig about him was the four point uh outings in week 16 and 17, like completely yeah. let us down. And obviously, week 17, I mean, that was the game, you know. But uh, the week uh week 16, we were like we were hoping for some redemption in week 17, because man, he just did so bad. Week 14, 15, and 16. I mean, he had single digits in week 14. He only had 10 points in week 15, uh, only four points in week 16, you know, and then the game happened. But um, is that what we're just, we're just refused to talk about it now? It's just the game. I mean, it, it's it, right? Like, I yeah, mean, that's yeah. literally the only way. Okay. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ooh, nice. Okay. Pristine auction. Um. I made several phone calls. Oh, okay. Hold on. It's crazy because I got two messages here like in a row from them. And one of them is, Alex, thanks for your patience regarding this. We reviewed this. It looked like it was not returned to us. So we believe that it was damaged uh, during the transit. So in this case, we'd be happy to provide a full refund for this order. And I didn't see that. That was uh, like an hour ago. And then... um, yeah, I think this was it. Uh, I think that was it. Actually, no. So that was the one. So I guess at least they're going to refund it. Um, Man, I was making the phone call where they're like, well, we have this other Tyreek Hill joint. <laughs> Only it's a Dolphins one. <laughs> yeah, so at least we're going to be able to. Uh, I, I mean, that's really it. Getting it's money good. It's money good. Yeah, it's we can always go gone. buy more and at least. Not money gone. Yeah. It was just a come up. Yeah, the the Chiefs the, the Chiefs Tyreek Hill for what you got it for was a come up, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was pricey, but it was just great for the community. Had everybody hype, you know what I'm saying? Boom. You know what I mean? Give me money back. And I think I might have actually, I might have placed this with PayPal. I got some PayPal credit over there and I love uh, just putting things on PayPal credit and then just paying it off. So it might not have even been my money, you know, technically I would have started to pay that back or whatever, but, um, PayPal, but, does PayPal credit. That's hard. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't know about that. Cause my credit is phenomenal <laughs> right now. And I'm trying to get this house. If I do that, I might've wrecked shop on my shit. All right. So we'll, uh, we'll cut that part out, but super excited. At least I'm going to get my money. That was a $500 order. Like that shit was just like, and no, most of, it, like most, most of it was from the Tyreek, right? But, but at the same time it was the Tyreek, the Christian I mean, Watson. Yeah. It was Tyreek. It was Gore. Christian Watson, uh, Chad Ochocinco and, oh, that's Frank, who it was. and Frank Gore. Oh, and Frank the tank. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to the tank. Yeah. And Antonio. running back. Ask for a discount on your next order for the inconvenience. It doesn't hurt. Yeah, you know what? I mean, uh, yeah. Yes, ask them. <laughs> I, I threatened to kill everyone over there, Pristine, if they didn't make it right. <laughs> you know, I make the right phone call. You know, I hired the guy. Jemmo made the call. You got to <laughs> hire the right guy. <clears throat> Thanks, Antonio. I'm, I'm usually on that. I'm usually the guy. Who uh, is trying to do that? So thank you. Ooh, that would be a cool concept for a song, huh? Winston Wolf. Winston Wolf, yeah, yeah, and just and just just rhyme different situations he had to pull through, pull up to, and then and tell him what to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, instead of a hook, it'd be like the phone call, like, yeah, you know, a guy blew blown head off. 
you know, two guys, you got to go over there, clean the joint up. <laughs> I'm on it. On How it. far is it? 30 minutes. I'll be there. 30 minutes. Yeah. I'll be there in eight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already there. <laughs> just fuck it. Just extremes. All right, here we go. Back at it. So we got Diggs in there at the number four. So his, his stat line for the year, uh, 1455, had the 11 touchdowns, 156 targets, 110 receptions. So he has the best catch percentage out of, uh, I mean, just even at first glance out of all those guys. Uh, him and Tyreek, he, he does, he has Tyreek beat like very, very slightly, but uh, 70. For, it's uh, year three. Yeah. Year three with his QB. That's called chemistry. Yeah. You know what yep. I mean? Good shit. So Diggs putting in a solid performance, even though he screwed you in week uh, 16 for sure. So he might not have even made the championship to have to, you know. He's part of my fraternity. <laughs> yeah. He did nothing, but he, but he was part of the team. Definitely. <laughs> we got that chipper. Let's Definitely. Let's get it. Now, number five. This was the shocker to me. That is for sure. But C.D. Lamb out there doing his thing. Finally, the cream rising to the top. Number five wide receiver on the year. 13.59 on the yards. Nine TDs. 156 targets. 107 on the receptions. How many games did Dak miss? Five. couple, right? Five. There you go. So five games without Dak. I, I, was, just, I was just guessing. I think it's five. Probably, right. probably. And uh, he was someone down down the stretch in the playoffs in the championship, you know, just coming through 19 in week 15, 34 in week 16. That was the two touchdown game, killing it. And then 21 points in week 17, 11 receptions, 100 yards in the championship game. On Let's fucking go. It's all you can really ask for, for you savages like our man Derek, who plays in these crazy leagues with 100-point bonuses. Like, I think it's like 10 points or something when you hit 100 in his league. You know, like, that's the threshold. I'm trying to tell y'all, man, C.D. Lamb, you know, what's funny is, like, I put C.D. Lamb in a timeout. I say, you're in a you're in a WR2 timeout until you prove me better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I refuse to draft him in the WR1 range like people were – well, you know, but you know, cowboy fans are crazy, so they kind of, they kind of like, they could shift the IDP just on the cowboy players alone. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like CD Lamb too, and I think still people will, they won't jump him up. I mean, he's going to be a two-three turnaround. You know what I mean? And maybe even second-round guy. I feel like he's going to get drafted in the same spot that he was last year. See, that's what I'm saying, though, right? Yeah. Two-three turnaround. We get him on a three-side. We're hell happy. I love CD Lamb. You know what I mean? He actually showed it. He only had three single-digit games, and he spaced them out. Uh, week one versus Tampa, week eleven versus Minnesota, and week fourteen versus Houston. So nothing was back to back. None of them in the championship. If you needed him to perform in week fourteen because you needed to win to get a playoff, you know maybe he screwed you. But and he's QB proof because even all the way back to his rookie year, he did it with Dak. Then he did it with every fucking Dalton and every ever the fucking fucking. Uh, 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 Johnny, what was his name? They had some fucking, they had some guys that they had yeah. like five QBs that year. That year was wild, and he yeah, still, he, you know, still finished as a wide yeah. receiver too. And then he year. did it with Cooper Rush this year, and, and he did it with Dak finally because that was the one. He he couldn't do it with Dak for the for the little stretch there the past couple seasons. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But he but he's there now, bro. 
Number uh, six here. I'm super excited about this because I think I was the highest on him out of a lot of people around in our circles, and that's A.J. Brown. I mean, maybe it's because he joined the fraternity when he was a rookie and he was just so hot, leads me to a championship. You know, everyone was super nervous about Hurts, but, like, him and Hurts were homies. Like, A.J., like, he's just – he's too good, man. He's You can't block him. He's the godfather to his child. Big time stuff over there. 1,496 yards, only four shy of 1,500. So damn close. Had the 11 touchdowns, big time. 145 targets, 88 receptions. So, like, out of all these guys, you know, he did not crack 100 targets, but he's still cracking the top six because big time on the yards. Stupid Titans. (laughs) You know what? He's a one-two turnaround guy, and he I can see him going on the one side even, bro. Like, I can see, like, a heavy wide receiver first round next year. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I mean, second, definitely. Like, if you for get him sure. in the third, like, I mean, you're just getting a crazy value. He was – him and Tyreek were the steals of this draft. I mean, with the uh, – I mean, those guys were going. We saw him notoriously going in the fourth round in super flex leagues, and that's just money in the bank. Fourth round turning into a top six wide receiver, and there was two guys in that range that you could have got. I mean, oh my god, did the rain stop? No way. <laughs> Too bad the postal service isn't as predictable as the weather service. Huh. <laughs> Great Scott. <laughs> but AJ Brown, he's in the he, he got over 300 points this year, and uh, it's the first time that he's ever done that. So you made the phone call. We got it, man. I mean, they, they paid the money. I mean, well, you know, I mean, they paid the picks, but you know, that they, they gave up the money for, uh, for AJ Brown to get a, to get a real it is cool though. Cause they're all homies for real. Yeah. Like he's literally like the godfather, like, uh, Jalen, I think Jalen Hurts is the godfather to AJ Brown's son or his vice versa. Oh yeah. AJ Brown is Jalen Hurts son's godfather. Nice. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. You know, Christians and Catholics, they take that shit serious. You know what I mean? I mean, just like, you know, mafia shit in general, too, though. You know what I mean? Forget about it. 2020, he does uh, have 11 touchdowns, so he tied his career uh, in receiving uh, totals. But uh, in 2019, I mean, he doesn't even play a full season then. 1,051 yards, had the eight touchdowns. Uh, 20 what? yards per catch. Like That's what was crazy in his rookie yeah. year because he didn't play he all the time. 51, was uh, 51 receptions. No, uh, yeah, 52, 52. 52. There was the it was the only year that he didn't have. <laughs> it was the only year that he did not have over a hundred targets, and yeah, I mean, most receptions he's ever had in his career, most yards by far, because ten seventy five in twenty twenty was the most that he's had. So over four hundred more yards than his previous best. 17 yards per catch. I mean, that's still wild. Like that, that's yeah, that's only three yards off from that rookie year that everyone's been tripping off him ever since. So the everyone that loves AJ Brown, you have it right. And 145 targets by far. That is more. Last two years, he had uh 105 and 106. So this is a you can't just call you can't just call fit well for me because I was beating certain drums in the offseason, but you can't just call them a running team. They are a fully well-rounded team, well balanced on their attack, run, run, and, and on the ground and through the air. And uh, AJ Brown's a true number one. Like he, I think he's the one that should be 
like considered elite now, along with the top six. Like, you remember we were having that conversation the other day? Yeah. And you said, like, well, what about AJ Brown? Like, yeah, he's got to be in there, bro. I mean, four yards shy of fifteen hundred and eleven touchdowns. I mean, that, I don't know where that ranks amongst like top seasons. You know, finishes. That, wise. That's better than that's better than the best uh, T.Y. Hilton year. <laughs> well, yeah, no, sure. like, like T.Y. Hilton had like he led the league like at one point. That's why you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, like, sure. it was like fourteen hundred yards. Right. I mean, you know we've saying? seen somewhere, yeah, thirteen something. You know, leads yeah. the league and all this. Like, we're just seeing crazy passing. But top four, uh, he finished fourth. That's what's crazy. 1496, and he finishes fourth in the NFL in receiving. Yeah, this was one of those years. Yeah, hell yeah. Shit, lightweight. Seeing, and just what we said, though. This is why you go hero RB, and you, like, triple down on these fucking wide receivers. Oh, I just go all receivers. Fuck it. Give me my day. I mean, shit, you could have got Jefferson or Diggs with your first-round pick. Like, most of the time after pick five – that you could have got him. Then you could have got a guy like Najee. I mean, a guy, I mean, just a couple of these guys who were like round two guys who they still, they didn't kill you, but they didn't, uh, you know, overproduce if you hit on your other running backs. But then shit, I mean, we saw Adams go in the second round, you know, so you could have even gone RB in the first round, Adams in the second round. CD Lamb was going in the third round. You could have went like, you you could have went Adams in the second or running back in the second. Go back with C.D. Lamb in the and third. And most people don't play in three wide receiver set leagues too. Yeah. So and we we want to encourage people to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, if, and at least if you play in leagues where it's two wide receivers in a flex, if you were crazy enough to go like C.D. Lamb like in the third, and then like a Hill or um, A.J. Brown in the fourth. Like you're, you're killing it. Like you won your league because of those like couple picks right there. As long as you didn't completely miss on running backs or not like, you know, pick up anybody throughout the waivers, but yeah, like people that, you know, there was a lot of leagues, like and people like including myself, like I had, I had Jefferson in the first round swung around, you know, cause then I was like high in the first round. I take Jefferson swing around to two threes. I go and I get like you know Javante Williams and then and then then I went right back to the receiver you know fucking Ceedee Lamb like you know what I mean here's what's like, crazy I was doing that you know what here's mean? what's crazy because we're, we're like not- Najee than CD like you know what I, mean? I was doing that like we're not talking our leagues we're talking about a lot of these regular ass leagues you know yeah. okay just your your average league yeah. where maybe you start like six or seven people no be I on offense and that's it Stevenson's probably not drafted Pollard might not even be drafted either. Because in some of those shallow ass leagues, you might not even be drafting guys like that. Those guys finished in the top 12. There is not one person in the top 12 of wide receivers that you got off waivers. That just and didn't here happen. I am taking Stevenson in the eighth round in this <laughs> Hell yeah. And we're like, oh, he's crazy. <laughs> no, I'm just ready. Yeah, like I mean, uh, in the Spencer, the Gurus All In League, it didn't end up working out the best in the in the first week of the playoffs after the bye week. But man, I take Josh Jacobs in the eighth and Stevenson in the ninth round, and those guys finish as RB seven, RB uh, RB three, and RB seven on the year. Crazy. Hess in the building. What up, bro? Tino in the building. Just what in up, time for up, us. Tino? We're already, we already talked about the top six wide receivers here, and we got Justin Jefferson, Tyree Kill, Devontae Adams, Stefan Diggs, C.D. Lamb, and A.J. Brown cracking the top six. Now we're going to get to the bottom half of the top 12 here. And this one, 
I'm not shocked that it happened because I've been on him since he was a rookie and he's in, he's in the fraternity for me, but son of John Brown, Amon Ra, St. Brown, <laughs> let's as, go as wide receiver seven on the year, 1161 yards. Hey, you, you want to hear something funny, man? <laughs> because like, I've promoted the sophomore slump hella tough. Yeah. Only to trade for him hella much. And there was at one point be like, hey, bro, didn't you say he was about to have a sophomore slump? Why are you trading for Listen, shh. Motherfucker. Let's go. 1161 yards, six touchdowns. So, you know, that's where he comes up a little short. That's why he's probably not finishing higher. 268 total points. So, 30-something shy of A.J. Brown at 302. 146 targets, very similar to A.J. Brown, but the catch percentage was up way more. Second year uh, with that QB, 106 receptions on 146 targets. So way more efficient, but the big playability of A.J. Brown, I I mean, that's just just unrivaled right now in the NFL. Give me money. It's crazy because Jefferson's yards per catch, 14. Tyree Kill, his catch, uh, yards per catch, 14. Devontae Adams, 15. Stephon Diggs, 13. C.D. Lamb, 12. And then you jump to A.J. Brown, 17 yards per catch. (laughs) It's dope because it's not only the the array of weaponry, Outside of AJ Brown, but the fact that you have a mobile QB, so you you so there'll be times they dedicate a safety to as a spy to jump back into the box, you know what I mean? Yeah, or jump down into the box, you know what I mean? And then AJ Brown got single coverage. Oh, he's going for the shot every time. Yep, <laughs> and it's a big one. And Theo said it. He missed two games and played 70%. Yeah, Mon Ra, that is. Yeah, he missed uh, week four. Well, technically, he only missed week four. But, uh, yeah, in week seven, I remember, that was the week where he went out hella early after the bye week. And he was like, first play of the game or second play of the game, something like that. They uh, put him in concussion protocol. Concussion protocol. (laughs) So, yeah, he missed three weeks. Yeah, so – Amon Ra is going to be another value next year because him not cracking the top five, people might be hating on him and they might be looking at that because on paper, he only missed one game. Too many truthers. Yeah, so uh, Amon Ra, he's the man. Didn't do the best in week 17. I mean, he's kind of blah in the playoffs in general, but he had, uh, I mean, he had a bunch of hit games. I mean, shit, right out the gate. I mean, he hit you with two of his, like, best games of the season. I mean, it kind of sucks we're not getting games like that down the stretch, but week uh, week 12 and 13, I mean, that was another really good stretch for him. That that was probably actually the best two-game stretch that he had. Um, yeah, we had 122 yards and nine receptions and one of those in a touchdown, and then 11 receptions, 114 and two touchdowns versus the Jags. What up, Cool MC? We're talking about the top 12 wide receivers, and we just got into yeah, number seven. Now, you ready for this? We got uh, we got two sets of tag team wide receivers that cracked the top 12. And I'm not surprised about this, but you know what's funny is like when you get some of the best weapons coming over to you, 
And these dumbass analysts are like, can this person like even support two wide receivers? Like they could barely support like one wide receiver, but you're literally bringing over a Tyreek Hill. Of course they could do that. Motherfucking penguin. (laughs) We're talking about Jalen motherfucking Waddle only finishing eight points behind Amon Ross St. Brown. 1,300 and 56 yards so everyone who was like oh this really hurts Jalen hurts like yeah he had way less targets he was way more fucking efficient because we think that 17 yards per catch with AJ Brown is efficient how about Jalen Waddle 18 yards per catch 117 targets 75 receptions 1356 on the yards and eight Big ass greasy touchdowns finishing as wide receiver eight on he's the- a greasy son, bitch. <laughs> Another one who kind of screwed us in week 17, but week 15 but and he 16- had no tuna. There was no tuna fish. I know, like that. That's what fucked everything up. Well, the dolphins love that tuna fish. Week 15 and uh week 15 and 16, absolutely killing it for your right. team though 20 points in week 15 and uh 25 points in week 16 on a saturday night on a saturday hey, I'll, night. I'll be right back okay yeah so this uh just killing it you know for you and yeah waddle steal steal of uh of some leagues because a lot of people who are just completely off on him just let him fall and let him fall because he was another guy who yeah maybe he was drafted like super late in the uh in the fourth round but i mean i saw him going fifth sixth seventh round in some of these leagues as well so um yeah just one of those things where yeah waddle everyone's hating on him everyone's hating on the tuna fish and yeah, all he did was uh, was step it up, and uh, super fucking dope that uh, he was able to hold it down. Eight touchdowns as well. Don't remember if I mentioned that or not, but yeah, eight big ass greasy touchdowns. He only had six touchdowns last year. Last year he only has a thousand yards. Even I mean a thousand and fifteen, so damn near even. I mean he did have a hundred and four receptions, but he doubled the yards per catch. This year compared to last year, last year it was hella short. Uh, his uh, his average depth of target was only seven, and his yards per catch was nine point seven five. So that's what's crazy about that. All right, and now another tag team duo here can jalen hurts support two wide receivers i don't know can he do it can he do it well devonta smith ends up finishing right behind jalen waddle at wide receiver nine and he stepped it up from last year he does have uh more he has more targets this year has more receptions he has more yards he has more touchdowns everything just went up and up for DeMonta Smith, another steal in your drafts. Uh, because I mean, he has, you know, week one, he sucks. Uh, week four, he has single digits. Week eight and nine, you know, he really sucks. But the times when he stepped it up from week 13 to week 17, week 13, 21 points, 14, 17 points, week 15, 17 points, week 16 in your semifinal matchup, 31 points. That was his biggest game 
of the season, the 113 yarder and two touchdowns. And then in week 17, backed it up with 20 points, nine receptions, 115 yards. Devonta Smith, I'll go out there and say it. He's definitely one of those guys who uh, should be considered a league winner. He got hot at the right time and you drafted him like hella, hella late compared to all of these guys who were in the top nine. He was drafted by far the farthest down. That is for sure. 254 points for our man, Devonta Smith. Oh, yeah. Now, this one, probably the shocker out of everybody. Amari, the pooper scooper. Oh, yeah. 1160 on the yard. 78 receptions. Nine touchdowns. 14, almost 15 yards per catch and really what what sucked is Watson kind of ruined him for week 13 14 and 15 week 16 was whatever week 17 finally like you know comes back to life but he was doing so great um all the way up until Watson came back I mean that's one thing that uh I mean he has one two three 400 yard games in the first 12 weeks he only has one 100 yard game from weeks 13 to weeks 18 and you know and we don't really count week 18 but i'll throw it in there because he didn't have it in that week as well but uh yeah amari the pooper scooper (laughs) ended up finishing as wide receiver 10 so wild now wide receiver 11 though he missed four games and missed missed five games if we count the infamous game in there but still finishes as top 11 it's jamar chase 1046 yards nine touchdowns that's still more than justin jefferson who played every single game 134 targets 87 receptions i mean he played five less games let's see what that would have averaged out to Let's see what that would have averaged out to here. So 248.4. He misses five games. No, 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 no. 248.4. So that's 12 games. We'll count the game as him missing. And then times 17. Yeah, if he, uh, even at this pace, if he just paced it out to what it is, 351 points, he would have been in the top five. He would have been in the top five. And let's see what the yardage came out to as well. Yeah, uh, his pace of yards, if he if he doesn't get hurt, uh, if we just pace out for the 17 games, 1,481 yards. That would have been more than what he had last year. Who knows about the touchdowns? You know, I mean, we could do the same math with the uh with the touchdowns 0.75 per game uh 12.75 so i mean even if we round it up to 13 that's what he got last year he got more targets this year than last year even missing the five games more receptions this year than last year even missing all those games so everything is just up and up and up and up and uh yeah so jamar chase now this one oh man and theo said jamar chase lost me on my leagues couldn't win uh, without him yeah for sure bro and now this one if cooper cup plays this guy does not sneak into the top 12 but guess what cooper cup got hurt and christian kirk ends up sneaking into the top 12 someone who we were all very very big on in this show because of the the t law i i, 
I was on that T-Law was going to take a step up this year and everything. And it ended up working out, you know, that way. So yeah, Christian Kirk, 133 targets, 84 receptions, 1,108 yards, eight touchdowns, 13 yards per catch. Just absolutely killing it, man. He had one, two, three, four, five, six. He had six single-digit games. And really the thing that sucked about him is he got matched up against the Jets and Houston on the road in week 16 and 17. Like that is really what ruined everything was scheduling with him because he was doing, I'm you finished wide receiver 12. Like, yeah, maybe there should have been some better guys, you know, up in there who got hurt 243 points. That's only five less than chase. And then you look at like some of the next guys who are up here. So that's the top 12. And then we get in and, and the top 12. Let's just repeat it. We got Justin Jefferson. What? Hold on. Let me, we'll get stone cold. We got Justin Jefferson. Tyreek Hill. Devontae Adams. Stefan Diggs. C.D. Lamb. A.J. Brown. Amon Ross St. Brown. Waddle the Penguin. Devonta Smith, the Slim Reaper. Amari the Pooper Scooper. Jamar Chase. And Christian Kirk. Oh, yeah. I said Christian Kirk. I said Christian Kirk cracked the top 12. He finally made it. Cooper Cup got hurt. (laughs) All right. Now. Let's let's rock the uh, the 13 through 24, and then actually we're just going to cut it after that because we got FNT coming up here in about an hour and a half. So we're just going to cut it after the running backs and wide receivers because we went into crazy depth, crazy depth. So maybe the waiver wire wake and bake season in review might be something that we do for a couple weeks here. And week thir- we, uh, wide receiver 13 through 24, Tyler Lockett. Number 13, finishing only a couple points behind Christian Kirk. Terry McLaurin, the, scla- the, spe- the Scottish laddie, number 14. Mike Evans, 15. Brandon Ayuk, 16. A little bit of a shocker there. He broke 1,000 yards, had that eight touchdowns as well. DK Metcalf, wide receiver, 15. Chris Godwin, wide receiver, 16. And Chris Godwin still cracked 1,000. Uh, Mike Evans, 11, 24. Uh, but the touchdowns just were not there for those guys. T. Higgins, wide receiver. Let me see, two, four, six. Set wide receiver, seventeen. A thousand yards, seven to uh, seven tugs. Pittman, wide receiver, eighteen. Did not crack a thousand. Had ninety nine uh, receptions, only four touchdowns. Garrett Wilson. Uh, so. Uh, Actually, yeah. So Pittman was wide receiver 20. Garrett Wilson, wide receiver 21. Not too shabby for a rookie. A thousand yards, four touchdowns, 83 receptions, 145 targets. Jerry Judy, wide receiver 22 on the year, 972 yards, six touchdowns, 100 targets, 67 receptions. And Chris Olave cracking the top 24,042 yards, four touchdowns, 72 receptions, had 119 targets. And then Cooper Cup still cracking the top 24 with uh, 812 yards, six touchdowns, 203 points. DJ Moore, wide receiver, fifth, uh, 25, 201 points. So all so top 25 and above, they hit uh, at least 200 points, 888 on the yardage, only 63 receptions, seven touchdowns, though. 
And then we got, so 26 is Zay Jones, Juju, 27, Deontay Johnson, 28, Thielen, 29, uh, London, 30, Myers, 31, Curtis Samuel, 32, Lazard, 33, Mike Williams, 34, Boyd, 35. He always finishes as a, as a flex guy. Uh, Davis, 36, kind of killing us there. Palmer, 37. So Gabe Davis cracked the top 36, but that is it. And then you got Palmer picking Sutton, just to name a few. Ooh, oh man. All right. We're going to get one more bowl going and then we're going to get up out of here. And uh, that is the first installment of our waiver wire wake and bake season in review. And we got to do the wide receivers in this one and the running backs. And I'm going to upload those on two separate videos. And actually that's perfect because we get to go in depth and uh, then I won't have so much food on my plate that I just push it off forever. I, I can knock out these ones. We'll get these ones uploaded in a day or two. We'll get it in podcast form as well. Let's smoke a bowl. Let's see if Bogey makes it back uh, from the Matrix before we get up out of here. And Theo, and peace out, Antonio. And Theo said uh, next year Kirk will go down uh, with Ridley coming back. Well, maybe, maybe. I mean, there's going to be a lot of throwing over there. And Zay Jones, I mean, he's not going up. You know, um, I, I don't know about, I mean, Kirk only had, he had 133 targets. I mean, it just depends on how much they're throwing over there in Jacksonville's Bayou. <coughs> All right. Cheers, everybody. <coughs> Appreciate you guys rocking with us. We'll see you next video. We'll be back for FNT. In an hour and a half. We'll see you guys there. Peace out, everybody. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Okay, let's go smoke that joint.